1: Hey everyone, this is Mark from Genretainment, and we are having a joint special here with the other uh, League of Geeks shows, including Jeff Burns from Super Geeked Up. Hey everybody! And Ian Collin from Sci-Fi, or excuse me, SFP Now.
2: Hey, how are you doing? I'm fine.
1: <laughs> yes, I just punched him in the balls.
2: i like this all the time. This
1: really Uh Anyway, we're doing a end of the year special. We're talking about the best and worst of TV and movies of 2015. So, Ian, Jeff, where do you want to start? Best, worst, uh, TV or movie?
0: Sure, movies you want to? Can we start with movies? Because we've probably got quite a list of those. Sure, let's
1: start with movies. So let's start with, with the best.
0: Ian, go ahead. Okay, well, you know, one of the obvious ones me from this year, I mean, I've got I've got a few, but one, one of the ones that I like this year is one that, Kind of like it had a very mixed reaction, and that is the uh, Man from My Uncle movie. Mm. Okay, now I mean it kind of like it kind of got a lukewarm reception from people, but I thought it was really cool. I I, I kind of like the way that they uh they they got the sort of setting right, the 60s setting right, and and everything the styles. And thought we had a pretty strong female villain in that as well. And, you know, the, the chemistry between the two two leads was quite fun. I really enjoyed going to see that movie.
1: Yeah, I didn't see it. And it was kind of a quick blip on the radar, I guess, wasn't it? It was kind of here and there and gone. I'll it was. To, I'll have to check it out,
0: though. I think you've seen it, didn't you, Jeff?
3: I did not, know It's, uh, it's yeah. Guy Ritchie, right? Yeah. I'm not a huge Guy Ritchie fan, I'll be honest with you. Like, I don't know. He's, some of it. He's kind of very hit or miss for me. I don't know. Something about that movie just did not really appeal to me. Even though, I mean, what is it based on? The, the 60s show? Is that what
0: it yeah, was? It's based on the 60s TV series, um, which starred Robert Vaughn and David McCallum, And it was about two two song sort of like spies that worked for a United Nations song sort of like spy network. And they're up against sort of like a, a Soviet spy network of criminals known as Thrush. Thrush? <laughs>
3: Thrush? Thrush, yes. <laughs> okay, now does Uncle and Thrush both stand for something? I'm assuming they're acronyms.
0: And uh, they, they are. I'd have to. I'd actually have to look it up because I've not got. Uncles are the good guys, though. Uncles are the good guys, yeah. And, oh, and Thrush. Nation something, something, something. And, and Thrush are the nasty, nasty, nasty mean guys, and they give you a terrible rash.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, that yeah, Thrush is such a weird name. It is a
1: strange one, yeah.
3: Not quite as good as Spectre. No. Mm-hmm.
1: I think Spectre kind of ate up all the uh, secret government agent buzz this year.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. But I, I think basically Uncle it came out um, in the US in '64, and it might have been '63 actually because it was kind of like a buzzing off the heat of the uh, of, of the first Bond film, and and that's kind of like what they were trying to sort of like replicate somehow. You know, you kind of had, he you, you, you was kind of like an American James Bond, if you will.
1: Yeah, it wasn't really on my radar, but now you uh, say it's one of your best, and I'll have to check it out.
0: You so. probably hate it. <laughs> it's
1: <a music> <laughs> I want to watch The Woman from Ant. Is that spin off.
2: <laughs> so cool.
0: actually did do a spin off TV series back in, the, uh, back in the late 60s called The Girl from Uncle, and it starts starred Stephanie Powers. Oh,
1: I see. I see. The guy is man from um. Oh, but the woman is girl from um. Yeah,
0: of course. Gosh. (laughs) It was back in the 60s, though, man. You know, so I'm not, you know, a bit of progress has been made since then. That's
1: true. It's true. So, uh, do you have any more
0: best? Well, I've got um, Ant Man down as one of my best films. Oh, yeah. I think that might have been something else. What did you think of it? I absolutely loved it. You know, I thought, you know, I went into that one. With rather low expectations. You mean small? expectations? Oh boy! <laughs> Here we go. And I didn't even have have. I, I hate to
1: bug you with my jokes. But...
0: Oh God! Oh, Jesus. Mm. Are you buzzing now? <laughs> oh dear me, that was a that was even worse than small. I, I didn't have very high expectations of it, if I'm honest, because I didn't really know enough about Ant-Man as a character, and do you know that he was one of the original um, Avengers. Mm-hmm. You know, he's kind of like in the original Avengers 9, or back in the 60s, when they released the first um, Avengers comic, because it was basically Ant-Man, Hulk, Thor, and uh, Captain America, I think, the original 9 was. And that's all I knew about him, so... I didn't really have any great expectations but I thought as a film it was just so so funny it was bringing.
1: Yeah I thought it was really good. It was good how Marvel you know they mixed their comedy and their action and I thought Ant-Man did a great job with it. I've been wanting to see Ant-Man for a while because I've you know always thought of him as a founding member of the Avengers and I've always liked Tank Pym as a character in a way. I was always kind of underappreciated in a way but he's been around for so long in Avengers history and he's always like been a good guy and a bad guy and He's been like Ant-Man, Giant-Man, Yellow Jacket, all over the place. And um, I was really eager to see his character finally get introduced into the cinematic universe. So I thought that did a really good job.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was uh, telling you guys just before we went live, I just saw Ant-Man finally last night on, uh, on demand. And I didn't watch it before because I honestly thought it looked so terrible and it was going to be one of the worst movies ever. <laughs> and everybody was telling me, like, Mark's. And other people are like, oh, it's so good. It's so great. I'm like, you people are freaking crazy. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, and then I watched it last night. And I was like, holy shit. It is actually that good. Yeah, I was I was blown away that the movie, yeah, it's, I don't know. Like, everything works. I couldn't even find, like, really anything to complain about or find a flaw within this movie. Like, the tone was, like, spot on. Like, even a lot of the stuff that looked goofy, like that t- toy train stuff in the trailer, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they made it all work. Like, all that kind of the small stuff that could have been super goofy. I don't know. Somehow, Peyton Reed, I think, right, was the director? Um, He just, Peyton somebody, hopefully I got his name right. Uh, He nailed it. Like, I don't know. They just, they got the tone exactly right, I felt. And, like, that all worked, all those gags. And it's pretty remarkable because I don't, I really didn't think that was going to work. And the casting was
0: great, too. I love the Thomas the Tank Engine thing. You know, yeah. when fighting over Thomas the Tank Engine. Thomas the Tank Engine comes and he suddenly becomes enlarged.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like the dog-sized ant.
0: Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs>
1: I'm eager to see what they do with the sequel. So, which is supposed to be going in an even different direction. So.
3: Well, yeah, I'm excited that uh, the scene at the well, not the not after the credits, but just before the credits, where they show. Um, uh, What's her name? Hope, well, the character Hope, his daughter, uh, Hank pibbs daughter. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, going to be the the new Wasp, basically. Mm-hmm. And the next one, that's that's cool because I've always actually really liked Wasp as a character.
0: Me too.
1: Yeah, and I like that actress too. i liked her since Lost. So
0: Evangeline mm-hmm. Lilly. Yes, mm-hmm. thank you.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm eager to see that, and I liked the little uh, cameo appearance of a, of an Avenger in the movie.
3: Oh yeah, that's it's funny that's what you had told me, and I totally forgot you had told me that, Mark. So it didn't ruin anything. Well, good. And he showed up. Was like, oh yeah, that's right.
0: <laughs> I um, I liked his mate. You know, his, his his friend that got got him the job to to break. Yeah, into the fast talking dude. The fast talking dude. I thought He's he was hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. And the you way know, they he... cut
3: like those stories he would tell was great. Oh yeah, like that was just such good writing and editing. Like the way they would weave all those together.
1: That yeah, was really so then,
3: Jeff what's one of your best uh, so my favorite movie of 2015 and like marks like you said there. I realized as I was going through the list there are a bunch that I didn't get to see unfortunately so I'm going to try to catch up now but the favorite one I did see was probably a movie that's not, that's not going to be on most people's list because a lot of people didn't see it but it's Tomorrowland
1: oh uh, yeah I've been, I was wanting to watch it but I haven't seen it
3: that's a lot of things like a lot of people just said like oh yeah I never got around to watching it <laughs> um <laughs> yeah, they keep, yeah, so they kept saying
1: they'll watch it tomorrow you're saying
3: <laughs> oh god man every jeez marx is like on fire here tonight with these
0: puns. Yeah, um, i'll watch it a week tomorrow oh boy all right anyway
3: tomorrow seriously though dude this movie oh my god it's it was so good like i mean you might think okay it's based on the disney park park right like or part of the, the magic kingdom yeah
1: Like Pirates of the Caribbean, which is very good.
3: Yeah, so, but you know what? I actually felt it was such a fresh, original sci-fi story, which we don't see a ton of, to be honest with you. And I loved it. I think they just nailed it. It was such a great story. Uh, The female lead, there's actually two really strong female characters in this, and they're both, like, one's a teenager, one's a younger kid. But the teenage girl is so good in this movie. Like, they're both great. Clooney is, of course, great uh, in the movie, too. George Clooney's in it. So the acting is awesome. And uh, like I love when there's strong female leads, you know, and 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 cool, well-rounded characters like that, which just does, and it just tells a great sci-fi story. And yeah, seriously, folks, if you haven't seen it, go watch this movie. It's really fucking good. And I think a lot of people, unfortunately, just dismissed it as like, oh, it's just a Disney theme, right? Whatever nonsense or something. Yeah. I don't. But you're think right. Like a lot of people wound up liking
0: Pirates a lot, so you know, and they thought that was going to be nonsense, but I don't think it did too well, didn't it? In in box office, it came uh, over
3: here. It did not do well. Uh, I don't know overseas if it did better. But unfortunately, it did not do very well, uh, which means we will never, I'm sure, see any other movie based on Tomorrowland again, which is a shame kind of way. I mean, well, it's okay because it's, it's totally stand on its own, but it's too bad, man. Like, it's – I loved it. I loved the movie. And I hate seeing, like, great movies like that not,
0: not find an audience. Yeah, it's frustrating. Did it, did it sort of like, have, have um, a satisfactory ending, though? It didn't end on, on sort of like some sort of cliffhanger as in something sort of like no. There's going to be a sequel or anything like that.
3: I mean, no. It ended – no. I mean, there could be a sequel, but it definitely didn't end like, "Oh yes, you must tune into the sequel." No, it was like it was a complete story on its own.
0: Okay, is- I'll, I'll give it a go. I, I, I've got I've got my Amazon back here, so I can so I just add it to my uh, list of Amazon things, and and rent it.
3: Yeah, and the action scenes are done really well too, and just I don't know everything. I just really liked everything about that movie.
1: I'll have to check it out. You have any other best?
3: I do. Uh, so one more on my list is... So speaking of some spy stuff that uh, Ian did with Man of... From U.N.C.L.E., I'm actually going to go Mission Impossible Rogue Nation.
2: Oh. Uh-huh. Which
3: I... Oh, I love that so much, man. Uh, so easily, I've seen all of them. It's my favorite of all the Mission Impossible movies, All five, the five of them that have been out so far. I liked it. But I liked the last one better. Oh, uh, Ghost Protocol? Yeah, a lot of people yeah. like that. That was good. But, um, you know, I just love this one. I think... Uh, I don't know. It was so good. Like it was so well paced. The action was amazing. Uh, I've always, I like Tom Cruise in general, a lot as an actor is Ethan Hunt. He's great. The female, and I'm forgetting the actress's name, unfortunately right now, but the, the female uh, main character in this was awesome. She kicks ass so much in this movie. I loved her. And uh, yeah, just a cool, like Vin Rames, Jeremy Renner, you know, cool supporting cast. Uh, What's his face? Thank you. That's what I was trying to think of. Yeah. It's just, Again, I don't know, just a really great spy action movie, and uh, it's so well done. Yeah, I loved it. I love uh, Rogue Nation. And it just actually it just came out
0: this past week
3: uh, on a Blu-ray and a DVD and video on demand a lot, so you can go watch it if you haven't seen it yet.
0: You, well, I've got it. I've, I've, um, I've actually purchased it. Um, oh, nice. I actually it have a too. Okay, i got to buy yeah. it on Blu-ray. Yeah, I, I I just get it on vid, video on demand uh, via Amazon. Just get the HD versions. So I've just got so many Blu-rays and DVDs already. You know, it's just so, like not enough room.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched it yet. I need to, and I do. I like all the other Mission Impossible, so I'm sure I'll like this one.
0: There's a fun moment with the when when he's in the car when the like when the car goes down the stairs. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! You mean down the uh, steps, it kind of yeah, ticks, yeah, 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 tips yeah. over end over end, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, I know. I remember this. You were talking
3: about that. It was fun.
0: Yeah. That was, that was <laughs> funny as hell.
3: Yeah, there, there's some good Chase stuff in this movie.
1: Well, good. Okay, so I have, and, and we can continue rotating, too, after this, if, if you guys have more bests. But I have two that, you know, I really haven't watched a whole lot of movies this year, I realized. I've watched a lot of television and, and read a lot of books. But uh, I have two, and I'm sure one of them is going to be on all of our list most likely. If not, it'll make for interesting conversation. But first off, um, I watched Hunger Games, Walking J Part 2. I didn't think I would like Hunger Games originally when I heard about it, but I've enjoyed it. All the movies, and this was a good. This was an interesting. Have, have either one of you watched it yet?
3: Not yet. No, no. I've only seen the first two Hunger Games. I haven't seen either of the Mockingjays. Okay. Because um, I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm Hunger Games. I'm like, yeah, it's pretty good, and but it doesn't really do much for me.
1: <laughs> well, I'll say that Hunger Games Part Two. The one thing that was kind of weird was it ended a little. The third act or whatever was a little weird, a, a little off. Are odd of an ending. I don't know how to explain it. So it's not bad ending. It just was like not exactly what we normally expect. So it kind of killed the, inner, the momentum a little bit for me. But overall it was a good movie and a good end for the whole saga. Unless they start doing spinoffs or something. I thought it was interesting. A nice little commentary on social commentary element too. Now the other one I know all of you probably uh, like her or something. is a, The big movie of the year is Star Wars Force Swiggin's. So have, we've mm-hmm. all seen it right? yep, okay,
3: what what movie is this Star Wars
1: <laughs> yeah,
3: yes, yes, we've all seen it
1: <laughs> so I'll start with what I liked about it, and then and then you guys can say, because I'm sure everybody has lots to say about it i really oh, yeah. I really liked it. it was um I recaptured the feeling of the classic trilogy really well it mm-hmm. it made it totally like blew away the the prelude trilogy, I thought completely. And uh, I like all the new characters, Ray, Finn, Poe, BB-8. I thought they were all really cool, new, interesting characters that capture things that we liked about the original Star Wars, but yet just still different enough that they're not like complete carbon copies of Han Solo or, or Luke Skywalker or whatever. And I, I, the only thing is I feel like Man, I missed a lot in between. Like, what? How did they get to this point exactly? And so now I'm I'm trying to read all the the books and comic books that are official canon of this new new future, mm-hmm. uh, and trying to to see what what uh, the
0: filler stuff is. And Star Wars aftermath, myself.
1: Yeah, but I, I really liked it. That was a great beginning to the new trilogy and the whole new cinematic universe. And um, I think J. J. Abrams and all of them did a fantastic job. So. Lots of great humor, lots of great action, and I'm looking forward to seeing the second one. Mm-hmm. I hated it. <laughs> did you really? Or are you joking? No, he's joking. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I I actually thought it was a, it was good. It was um it did capture the spirit of the of the original trilogy. I quite enjoyed seeing Han Solo back. Uh-huh. Um, I enjoyed this sort of interplay between him and Finn. You know, they they had some quite funny moments together. You know, in in the um, in in the film, but I think what I liked about yeah, most of art was was ha- how they handled Ray's journey.
2: Yes.
0: You know, he's talking about Jeff was talking about strong female characters, mm-hmm. and and in Ray, I think we've got that. You know, she's she's most like she's had a much tougher journey than Princess Leia had when we met Princess Leia, sort of thing. Or a Luke. And, and she's, you know, she's I less wh- be... she's w-
1: less whiny than Luke, at least. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and, and she, she's more interesting character as well, I think. All right. So I guess that'll be a little bit of the voice of the oh, uh,
1: the dark side.
3: <laughs> so, and by the way, folks, um, just so you know, if you're listening to this, uh, our December 23rd episode of Super Geek Dub, we're in a huge, huge discussion of Force Awakened. So uh some more I'll talk you can talk more about it then. Anyway, so I first off, for those of you who haven't been to Super Geek Dub, uh I've been looking forward to this more than anything. Um, I mean, Star Wars is my favorite thing like ever in the entertainment world so obviously you know I had huge expectations and I was really looking forward to this movie and and I enjoyed it but unfortunately I came out of the movie kind of disappointed and uh some of this a lot of the stuff I agree with you guys look I think Ray is by far the best part of this movie uh Daisy Ridley, really, I think does an amazing job mm-hmm. with the role I think the role is really well done I like actually that she but can uh, are we not doing any spoilers or what are we doing? What can we do? I in this? think
0: we can do spoilers because by the time this comes out, it will be um, uh, it'll be over. Okay. It'll be out over a week, so. Okay, so just
3: folks, there might be some spoilers here, uh, just so you know, because I don't want to. I really yeah. do not want to ruin Star Wars. I've been try to be very careful. Not We're entering
1: the, the spoiler zone right now.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: so uh, that was a weird ending to that. Uh, anyway, so I I really like that. As far as I'm concerned, she's really the protagonist of the of this new it seems like trilogy, right? And I like that. I love that there's a female as like the main character out of the new three. Uh-huh. I like that she was the one who wound up having the force. That was really cool too. Like having like a you know a female Jedi front and center, uh-huh. uh, or who she'll, I'm assuming will become. So that's great. Loved all that. BB-8 was, was awesome, right? So he's the new R2, basically, right? But he's great. He's uh-huh. funny, awesome. It's kind of funny when he's like my second favorite character is a droid, but you know yeah, that's kind you of know Star what I'm Wars. say here. Uh, Well, but actually here's the thing Finn and Poe. I I like both of them, too I actually agree with you Marks, and I like all the new characters. They're all good Um, Poe the like the least of all three of them, but he's still good. I just like Finn and Ray better
2: Mm
3: -hmm. I think Harrison Ford did a great job capturing Han Solo again like back falling back into that role You know, I think that was really good and he was way bigger part of the movie than I thought he was gonna be uh, Han Solo so my here's my biggest issue. Uh, I've seen this movie before. It's called A New Hope, and it's one of the most amazing mm-hmm. movies ever created. I don't need to, if I want to see A New Hope. I'm gonna go watch it on the multiple versions I have of that movie at home. Okay, this movie basically followed everything that the first Star Wars did, and and that's my issue. Like I get it that. For nostalgia things, it's awesome, right? And there's plenty of moments where I'm like, oh, that's so cool. It made me think about this, right? And I think that's a big reason why people are loving this so much because it's bringing them back to what they loved about the originals. But I don't think that could ever be a great movie. I think that can be a good movie. But if you want to be great, I think you need to do something new and take chances. And this movie didn't do that. And that's why I'm disappointed.
1: Mm-hmm. You want more bureaucracy, don't you?
3: <laughs> no i definitely don't and, and, want to and
1: racist
3: it. aliens <laughs> and i want more i want more 20 minute pod race scenes. uh no i don't want to stop.
0: yeah you know what there's actually a reason we didn't find out who ray's parents were it's because her father is jar jar binks oh boy. i was waiting for some yeah. that.
1: <laughs> that's what i said on facebook you must have read my spoiler sorry <laughs>
0: <laughs> i actually said that jar jar binks dies in the end of this one <laughs>
1: I was I was yeah. waiting for uh, what's the what's the main bad guy's name? I I keep forgetting uh, like his Kylo friend. Ren,
3: Kylo Ren in this one. Or- yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah. Whenever she's like saying something to him, and he takes off his mask, I was waiting to be Jar Jar Binks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Misa the <dark> <laughs> uh, One thing that I found a little bit disappointing about it was um, Supreme Leader Snoke.
1: What's well, it's disappointing. You didn't like him. He's he's too too small.
0: Kind of, I kind of felt he was shoehorned in.
1: A little bit. This, the emperor always was too, wasn't he?
3: Ah, uh, see, I don't, I don't know. I didn't. But see, that's another thing, right? So we've got a, we've got like a master whose spirit has a hologram. We got a a dark Jedi. Like that's my thing. It's like everything followed the same pattern. But and he, I get wh- why they did it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing about Star Wars, really every version of Star Wars in some way in the books and in the con books and stuff, they all kind of hit those same beats a little bit. Now they do stick to a lot to a new hope, but, um, there's a lot more, you know, there's more relationship between like, of course, Han Solo and, and, and some of the other bad guys, I, I guess we're in a spoiler zone yet. Right. So yeah,
3: yeah, yeah most spoilers guys. <laughs> so, and his
1: son, and that was, a different layer that you didn't have before. And uh, I suspect I, I may be completely wrong, but I suspect there might be more than just one apprentice this time around because whenever she had those flashes of the evil of the Jedi's getting killed and everything, Kylo wasn't by himself. He, there was other people in the shadows with him.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I'm kind of wondering if there's not like a dark order of Jedi or something that, and that he just happens to be one of those guys.
3: Well, that would be interesting.
1: Yeah. I suspect that that's what I got out of it. And he wasn't like, let me teach you, no, there's going to be two of us kind of deal.
0: <laughs> I I think Paul Dameron is a spy. You for the for the Empire? Or the First yeah. Order? Whatever they're called now? For the, for the First Order. Really? Yeah, it's just... Wow, I don't good. think that at all. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that would be I, odd. Why did he get himself tortured <laughs> so much then? <laughs> <laughs> He likes the pain. <laughs>
0: yeah, he, he, he likes a bit of pain, but it's just so like, you know, when they crash land, Thing can't find him. And, you know, we saw like he makes up this story about being thrown clear and stuff like that. And, you know, it just seemed a little oh, bit too that's, clean.
3: That's, that's interesting. See, I just thought that was bad storytelling. Like, I just thought I just thought they like, well, we don't want Poe of this part of the story. So we're just going to have him ejected from here and show, show up later. <laughs> we can't come up with a better reason.
1: Well, I figured they wouldn't keep him around too much longer because he was a pretty powerful um, type of character that would kind of like, with Finn and and Ray, they were still kind of like the newbies, and I think he would yeah. just dominate if he was, you know, with yeah. too many scenes with them. Uh, I
3: like having Finn and Ray. Yeah, those two together was good. I like that chemistry and what they were doing together.
1: Yeah, that relationship between them, I mean, that's something that's different than from Star Wars. It never really had that kind of dynamic, uh, and you never have seen. A stormtrooper like that, where a stormtrooper turns on him, you know, and it's like, whoa, wasn't ready for this, you know, kind of craziness, and I gotta leave this. So that's an interesting dynamic too that you don't see. That's something that, except maybe in role playing games, because you could, used to be able to play like you know a stormtrooper who turns on him and stuff. You don't really see that very often. It's kind of interesting to see a stormtrooper go rogue.
0: Yeah, and you know, it's it's also um, it's kind kind of interesting as well because they you could almost accuse him of actually pinching that from the uh. From the Prime Canon Universe, because in the in in the in in the books, yeah. that predate a New Hope sort of thing from the from the uh, is it called is it now called the Legendary series or something because it's no longer canon. Yeah, um,
2: Legends. Like Han, yeah,
0: yeah. Apparently, Han Solo was a Stormtrooper. Oh, he was. Yeah, he actually trained at the uh, Stormtrooper Academy and sort of like just oh, yeah. left. Oh, I didn't know by that. By the way,
3: I still consider that all canon, all that stuff. So uh, I, don't what, I don't care what they say, because the heir to the Empire series, which was the first books that came out like twenty some years ago by Timothy Zahn, which are my favorite Star Wars books of all time, some of my favorite books of all time. That's, as far as I'm concerned, that's still that should have been the next thing, like because that's such that is a fresh new take on Star Wars that is different than what we had already seen, keeping respecting the uh, what had come before in Star Wars.
0: Is that but the one I'm, where Luke turns to the dark side temporarily? No. no. No, that's Grand, Grand
1: Emerald
3: that's, Thrawn. That's the Thrawn, yeah. Thrawn's a great villain, though, right? And he's a new take on the villain, I felt. so.
1: Yeah, it's a shame that we're not going to see him. I think that's him and Mara Jade and some of the other characters that... Oh, Thoronica Mara Jade,
3: I love her so much. Yeah,
1: it's a shame that we're never going to see them now.
3: That's the thing, I know. see what? There's no reason they couldn't try to... They're not going to, you're right. But try to work those in, but it's not going to happen.
1: Yeah. I mean, I could see the logic about it because it's a lot of history to try to deal with. Unless you just spit ahead like 100 years and just start fresh. It would be tough. It'd be like, hey, Han and Leia, we're back in the movies and we had three kids, but some of them turned dark side and some of them are dead now. It's like, what just happened? (laughs) Oh, we had (laughs) an alien invasion too. (laughs) It's like.
3: (laughs) Half the movie will just be. uh, And Chewbacca
1: got hit by a moon.
3: (laughs) It's like. (laughs) Oh, God, that's ridiculous. (laughs) It would be be rough. Huh? You you know that right?
1: It's your bucket, it's your bucket killed. In the-
3: no, I I know. I heard yeah. somebody told me that, and that just I don't understand how that happens, but whatever.
1: Well, somebody throws a moon in it. And- yeah, I don't understand. <laughs> <Like
3: he's, laughs> no, he's, what is he doing? He's sitting. He's floating in space, and a moon rams into it. Like what?
1: Oh no, it's those alien guys. I can't remember their names when they invaded. They they had like a, a doomsday type weapon where they could like uh, pull, manipulate gravity. And so they they pulled a moon from this one planet to smash into the planet. And while it's getting pulled in there, they're all trying to rescue everyone. And, you know, Chewbacca's grabbing people and throwing them on ship. But unfortunately, he's not able to escape. Oh, so
3: he's still on the planet when the moon hits. Yeah. OK. So right.
1: he like sacrificed himself to save other people. And he I got So a lot of people didn't like that.
0: Oh, well, no, of course not. They hate it. <laughs> well, spoiler, spoiler, you know, uh, territory here. Um, Big spoiler, I, maybe. I think of what you're about to say. Yeah. yeah. I thought, I thought Hans Solo's death was handled pretty well.
1: I think so. I hate to see him die. Uh,
0: yeah. But Yeah, but if Harrison Ford wanted out, and that was the only way he was going to get him to come back, so I'm, I'm quite happy with it.
1: It's sad to see them die, but it's sort of like, again, unless they sped way ahead, where they're already dead. You're going to have to, like, come up with why aren't they the main characters doing heroic stuff, you know, mm-hmm. unless they're, like, in a wheelchair or something. And, you know, Leia is, like, she's more of a strategist. She's taken on this responsibility as a general. So it makes sense that she's not going to be in the thick of it. Chewbacca and the droids, they've always been supporting characters. So I don't think it really matters who the main characters are. They can always support and not steal the limelight. And then Luke is is pretty much taken on Obi-Wan type role in a way. I mean, why wasn't Obi Wan? Why didn't Yoda go and help him out? You know, <laughs> after a while, except he just died, I guess. But Han Solo is still like, you know, yeah, getting in the middle of the fight and stuff. So
0: you gotta like, kind of. My keep favorite up. character. Yeah. Han Solo. Han Solo yeah. Um, yeah, from the from the original stories and and even even in the comic books is my favorite character. Yeah. I um, see. mean, I like to, you know, and and quite like the quite nice way they handled it. Um, what I will say though, Jeff, is is um, Max will tell you about this guy. We told you about him before. Um, Jeff, who used to do do a show on um, our old Blog Talk channel years and years ago, he actually posted on Facebook, J.J. Abrams is a bastard. He killed Anselmo. No. <laughs> <But>, well, <laughs> oh, well, there's
1: a
3: big spoiler for everybody. <laughs>
1: so, <laughs> oh, I
0: saw that. A lot of people got mad. <laughs> oh, man. Well because,
3: well, because he ruined it for them, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and the, the annoying thing is, um, I wrote my review of the film. Um, you know, good couple of hours after I seen it, and I was very, very careful not to put any seriously big spoilers in it. And you know, and he goes and does that two days later.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, he he deleted it afterwards. So
0: <laughs> yeah, but he still still got out there. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, yeah.
1: No, I know that's that's not cool. No. You gotta give a warning.
3: I'm glad to see most people seem to have been very respectful, though. Not of wanting not to ruin it for people because they know how important it is, you know, so.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm glad to see that.
3: And by the way, if you're listening, folks, I'm really trying not, obviously I do not like ragging at all on any Star Wars thing uh, because I love Star Wars and I wanted this to be amazing. You just wanted
1: Jar Jar Binks in this movie, didn't you?
3: No, I did not. I definitely did not want Jar Jar Binks. I I will say, though, I I think Revenge of the Sith is a way better movie than this movie. Uh, Not the other two prequels, but I think Revenge of the Sith is, which I think is a great movie. Anyway, but... uh, so anyway, well, I like this movie. There's this. Is, uh, why? Why did Why did Kylo Ren start off so badass and then, to be honest, you, I think become like a really puny weakling and like just I'm like, I don't know why I just went Hulk right there. But I don't know. He, like he felt like he just as soon as he took the mask off, he like, oh, what a lame character he became. And like he was so like weak at the end, he just got his ass kicked.
0: Oh, just... Yeah, I thought it was funny when he was having that temper tantrum with the Nightsaber when 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 uh, Ray got away. And the stormtroopers are walking up to kind of look at you walk off.
1: <laughs> that was pretty funny. There's that a lot fun. of funny moments in stormtroopers. <laughs> yeah. And I'm dropping my gun down. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think he's just emotionally unstable. That's the thing about him. Yeah. He's, he's just kind of a little crazy. That's why I think there's going to be more than just him this time around. Because he did get defeated pretty, I don't want to say easy. Because he was shot before he fought them. So he was kind of hurt. And we got shot by that. By uh, weapon, which we'd seen like blow people in half practically. So, you know, he was a little injured and she's apparently very strong in the force too. So, and she's kind of, and she can kind of, unlike Luke, she already could fight pretty good for the force, you know, she's, mm. she's essentially like a Han Solo who happens to get the force rather than being this. Kind of a whiny farm boy who gets the force. So she's going to be kind of tougher right off the bat, I think.
0: Yeah, uh, Nuke from the original trilogy is my least favorite character.
1: Ah, blasphemy's is my
3: favorite. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs>
0: That's
1: so what I, I kind of wonder. I think if they don't screw it up, I think once this trilogy is done, it's going to be really... I mean, nothing's going to ever top the original trilogy. But I think it's going to be such a nice saga of her journey and stuff i'm hopeful at least so
3: oh no that is what i'm looking forward to particularly in the next movie where i think a big part of it will be luke training her probably that i'm actually excited to see
1: yeah and i think the hitting this the similar beats is probably going to happen less with two and three than than it did with one
3: that's i'm hopeful that yes that'll be true.
0: Gotta admit, I read an interview with J.J. before seeing it a few few months before seeing it. and He was saying that the that that as a film, it works as a standalone, practically, because he's he's sort of like he said he admitted that he was going along on many of the same sort of beats as as they had in New Hope. You know, you know, sort of like just set something up.
1: Yeah, I mean, and it's a traditional journey, hero's journey type arc too of a character. Now, if Ray and Finn turn out to be you know brothers and sisters, brother and sister somehow <laughs>
3: <laughs> just kidding
1: you know luke and leah
3: yeah well no that's the thing dude i'm not surprised that they throw some of the other shit in there of... <laughs> and
1: i also think it's great that a our lead character is a woman it's really cool and, and our co-star character is is a black guy so i think that's uh, a great step forward for sci-fi in general and also star wars for being a little bit more racially and and uh and gender diverse so, well, the
0: original yeah, the absolutely. original trilogy kind of was because you had Nando, who, although he, although he started off as a supporting character, I think he kind of became more more of um, a main character towards the end in Jedi.
3: Yeah, yes. Put Lando back in these movies, will you? Somebody, jeez.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm Can't sorry. I'm sorry he's not in it. But you know, one of the main main characters being black is is nice. So, and they they actually had a lot of the human characters were a mixture of races in, in this one.
3: Yeah. I was like to see the X Wing pilots being like different aliens, the women X Wing pilots this time, too. You know, that was good to see.
1: Yeah, the X Wing pilots are very diverse in this one. So
0: I love seeing the X Wings back. Um, you know, I, I was actually simulating some of those battles in my X Wing on Star Wars Battlefront last night. Nice. <laughs> you know, well, X Wing is my favorite. Well, yeah, yeah. I had a 24 kill streak. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Well, you're way better than me. In a single game, you know, and about about nine of them were human opponents. The other the other fifteen were sort of like, you know, AI sort of thing. But. Nice.
1: So we all liked it, but Jeff felt that maybe it hit too close to home to to New Hope. Can we all agree that I think it's in it's in decent hands right now compared to the preludes? Can that is that fair so far?
3: Uh, compared to what the prequels?
1: The prequels, yeah.
3: No, I actually, again, I, I'm going to be. I would say no to that. Uh, Ron, jeff Ron. (laughs) (laughs) so so so
1: um, the third movie was the best of the three but again it took those two movies to even get to that point if the third was by itself would it have been nearly as emotionally interesting
3: well i i don't maybe not uh but here's my thing for no i actually still think the best hands of star wars is george lucas and I know people's favorite pastime has become, let's say George Lucas is the freaking devil and criticize him to all end the earth. I'm not saying you guys do this, but I hear a lot of people. And that, I'll be honest, that just saddens me so much um, all these years when I hear that happen, because he's done so many amazing things, even outside of Star Wars for movie making. Yeah, like just... Red Tails. You see Red Tails? is an ass film. Uh, wait, is that the, the World War I airplane one? World War II. World War II? Yeah, yeah I saw that.
0: Yeah, well, that was a pretty good film.
3: But, I mean, Indiana Jones, right? Willow, American Graffiti. Like, all these, for me at least, amazing films that he did. And and the original Star Wars. Um, So, even if you hate the prequels, which, okay, if you do, I'm fine with that. I don't know why you would, like... I don't get it. Like, this Venom that's... um, Anyway.
1: (laughs) It's fanboys.
3: Well, that's the thing. But they take it too far, and they go crazy. And, like, chasing him out of movie making is ridiculous. Like, he sent... He had... He had story ideas for all three, seven through nine, that he sent to Disney and Abrams, and they just threw it out. I really, really want to see that pu- hopefully published someday. I would love to see what Lucas had planned. Me too. I've only read a little bit what they revealed, but uh, what, what they he had were planned for these what movies. What did they reveal? Uh, not much. Just that he wanted – Abrams didn't – or they think Disney didn't like it because he wanted to have, like, teenage characters be the lead, and they were afraid because young characters in episode – the prequels. You know, people criticize so much, like the young Anakin and everything, that it was gonna be a backlash. So they think that's why they wanted to go a little bit older with the main characters.
0: Yeah, the um, young Anakin, though. It's all like, um, the you know, the Hayden Christians and Anakin. It wasn't. It was basically to do with a bloody actor. Yeah. Know? So I mean, I don't. First off, I don't think anything would have been wrong with having teenage. I mean, I don't think these characters are that
3: much. Yeah, uh, that are old
2: anyway <laughs> no. they're, not, they're not old.
3: anyway i mean even and luke and leia were 19 in that um in new hope that's what the age are of both of those characters so they were like late teenagers obviously i don't know i mean i guess they were in a game also probably would have been like luke training new jedi so i mean i think probably whoever told it that would have been some of it right so yeah lucas really didn't reveal much at all but i would love it if he someday he does like actually let us know everything he would he had planned to do just because i think that would have been fascinating to read at least
1: maybe he will once to the, this trilogy's done because you know you worried. you know they might they might be using pieces of what he had perhaps or been influenced by it so or anyways,
0: I don't it might have been because you know Kango Ren being Hanane's son
1: yeah in the books they that's, they had that's kids kind too of, who went dark kind
0: of I was mixed. ready
3: for them to say oh it's Jaden Jaden Solo for the books in the movie but they didn't do
0: yeah. that
1: yeah, I wonder if they had any other kids, too. Who knows?
0: And there's also a lot of speculation online that uh, that Supreme Leader Snoke is actually a, a riff on um, Darth Magus. Dar- Who's Darth Magus? Well, well, some, some Darth character. That, you know, the from guy from the that... Books? Yeah, from from the... Um, from the, I think he was referenced in the original, in, in, in the prequel trilogy towards the end. He trained the Emperor. I, I can't remember the the actual name of the character. Oh, the one in
3: Revenge of the Sith when he tells the story?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But cool. speculation, that's no touching at him. Maybe. That's, oh, that, that's interesting.
3: Anyway, here's the thing. For me, it's really weird to see someone besides Lucas do it, even though I love Abrams. But now he's done this twice with Star Trek and Star Wars, just retell a story. So I'm kind of like, Abrams, please stay away from this now and let me somebody else do it.
0: Well, someone else is doing it.
3: I know. That's, that's, I'm actually that's excited that going. Ryan
0: Johnson's doing
3: it because he actually does. He's done more indie things. He does take chances. So I'm actually excited that he's doing the next one.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And by the way, yeah. Abrams, like, Super 8, I love. When Abrams does, like, original stuff, awesome. Love it. Love Alias. Yeah. I so much stuff he does.
1: Yeah, I love Alias. And I thought Super 8 was good. Gets a bad rap sometimes, but I thought it was good.
3: Oh, I know. I love Super 8. So, again, I'm not I, – I like all these people that are involved. It just – I don't know. You know, for me, I like, I'm really like. i really, like – I like – Maybe if they staff. just
1: had started on a planet that wasn't a desert. A desert? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's probably part of it, too. You're like, oh, we're on a desert planet again. It's not – Tatooine, but it's still a desert planet, and
0: right. Yeah, but they've only got they've only got three different types of planets in Star Wars: the desert planet, the forest planet, and the ice and the planet. ice planet, yeah, you're right. Much, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and
1: volcano <laughs> planets. <laughs>
0: and we kind of had all three of them in, <laughs> in that one. I we hope
1: did. I hope that they show the Ch- Chewbacca, the Wookiee homeworld, because they did that in the books, and it was great. And I hope. They wait, did
3: wait. they did in uh, didn't they do that in Revenge of the Sith? We were on Kashik, right?
0: Oh, yeah, we were. Did they? Was, oh, yeah. never mind. I know because, you
3: wiped uh, that from your memory.
0: I uh, am. Yeah. Yoda, Yoda was on the planet on Kashuk with them. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's a hotel of Wookiees. Yeah, I forgot about that. It's... And you got to see it in the Star Wars holiday special as well. Yeah. Along with Chewbacca's family. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it just wasn't anyway. as good as in the books.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah. Anyway, so first, let me say, I'm glad everybody's loving it. It's
3: great. I did enjoy it, and I'm looking forward to the next ones. But I guess for me, like I just want to say that I will always have huge respect for George Lucas because of what he did and what he created. And I think that should be respected. And that disappoints me when people don't.
0: Was you in a Star Wars fan come up by any, by any chance back in the uh, me? 80s? Uh, I don't think I ever. Well, I, don't think I, I don't know if I ever officially was. Maybe for a brief time. Not in the 80s, though, I don't think. I
3: should uh-huh. have been, though. That's when I was obviously a kid and, really, and totally got into it.
0: I, I was in it, yeah, my mum my sent off to America and got me enrolled in the Star Wars fan club and I got one of those T shirts with the uh with the banter on it and it was like a baseball shirt and I'd get a newsletter every sort of like uh, every quarter. And I remember one of the ones that I had towards the end, it was sort of like was talking about plans to do nine movies. And that was way back in probably around about eighty four after after the Jedi. Jedi yeah. That's cool. So.
1: There's obviously a lot of respect for Lucas, or at least I feel a lot of respect for him. I just think what what Ron in the preludes with Lucas is he needed, because he had so much control of it, I don't think he listened to very much criticism or, or advice from other people like he did in the original movies. I think he needed some people to go, you know, you know like, Lucas, this isn't a kid's movie. Why is Anakin a kid? You know how this ends? Why do we want the first movie to be a kid adventure when we know he turns evil and everything? It's like, you know, does that really make sense in this whole arc of the trilogy? <laughs> I think that's where he went wrong a little bit.
3: No, oh, yeah, I think those are all good points for sure. All right.
1: We've talked a lot about Wars. I know. Star so, Wars, now, now we'll,
3: so now so it's like the Star Wars show. I knew it was going to happen. Yeah.
1: We're exiting the spoiler zone now and we're going back into the rest of our program. So, anybody else have a, a quick mention of a best. Oh, yeah. One,
3: one last favorite movie? Sure. Uh, the Peanuts movie. Oh. So good old Charlie Brown and Snoopy and all the gang. Uh,
0: it's not out it? here yet. Oh, it's not? Nah, It comes out oh, on wow. Boxing Day, I think. Oh, when? It comes out on Boxing Day
3: here,
0: I oh, think. Oh, 26? Yeah. So, um, oh, that. I
3: know my British holidays. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So I, uh, I'm i the Peanuts and Snoopy and all that stuff. It's probably my all-time favorite comic strip. And I think the movie just did such a great, faithful job of so it's interesting. So I guess here's some nostalgia too, of course, right? With with the peanuts. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, I think they just so they told a new story, but they were like, I think faithful to all the characters that I've grown up with and knew so well. And mm-hmm. and they worked in like my favorite thing is Snoopy against the Red Baron. Like, so if you read Peanuts, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Snoopy has a World War one flying ace on his on his doghouse, which I think is just one of the most brilliant concepts ever. <laughs> and they like that actually became a big like there was a parallel basically between Charlie Brown's story and the little redhead girl. And Snoopy fighting the Red Baron and trying, and there's like this, I don't know, I think some kind of poodle, girl dog he's, he likes. But they told like that's nice parallel going back between like Snoopy's fantasy world of that and the real, real Charlie Brown. And it was great. Like, I think that was just such well done storytelling. I just, oh, I don't know, man. I just watched that movie. I just felt so good watching it coming out of that. And yeah, just, why I loved Peanuts so much.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to see it, but I probably wait for it to come out on video on demand, to be honest. Uh, okay I uh, that's acceptable it's not because you know it's because of so like um i i've actually gone out my way to see about 10 movies at the cinema this year which is unusual for me because usually maybe go about three or four times and that's it
1: there's so many mega blockbusters this this year
0: yeah there, there has been it's been there's just been so many films i just wanted to see this year on the big screen
1: yeah all right so worse let's let's talk real quick about worse movies
0: terminator genesis
3: <laughs> i haven't
1: watched
0: it i was so glad you
3: said that because i refuse to watch that movie but tell me please why it's so bad
0: <laughs> oh it's just a mess i mean the, the effects the effects are good um it's really it's really good you know never how, how they managed to sort of mingle the you know it with the original terminator film and and stuff like that and the way the way they, they managed to do that but story-wise, there's just way, way, way too much time traveling in it. And it's confusing as fuck.
3: So the first Terminator is, I got my top five list. Probably my top three list, to be honest with you, like of all time. That's how much I love mm-hmm. Terminator. And, and T2 is great, obviously. And I really like T3 as well. I think those three make a great trilogy. Um, and I wish they stopped making movies after that. <laughs> because <laughs> Salvation is, eh, okay. And I won't watch this one because, number one, I, from what I understand, it's basically just rewriting, more or less, what happened in T1. I, just, I'm not, I won't accept that. I'm sorry. It's too sacred to me. You're not it just going to wipe of rewrites, out.
0: Anything. It kind of rewrites what happened in both T1 and T2, to be honest. It's yeah. So, no, I, I don't,
3: and I don't want those movies to pretend, basically, that they didn't exist. That's ridiculous. They're amazing movies. It's like, let's say this, let's say Force Awakens. Oh, let's just pretend all that New Hope and all that stuff didn't happen either. We'll oh, just rewrite all that shit. Like no, he obviously Avengers didn't do that. Freaking sacrilege. Yeah, Uh, at
1: least they didn't do a parallel universe like Star Trek.
3: Oh yeah, that that (laughs) was sacrilege. Forget (laughs) it. Star Trek is supposed to be in a parallel universe. (laughs) uh, Yes, thank you, Mark. Thank God they didn't do that. I agree. (laughs) Yes. Anyway, I just I won't watch it, and so I forget it. I don't want to see any more Terminator movies. Period. I just wish they would just stop. The Saracana Chronicles I was excited about, and I think that was shit too.
0: The series. Stop, stop, stop yeah. doing Terminator stuff.
1: Terminate the Terminator movies now.
0: Yeah. yeah, just remake Westworld instead.
3: They
1: are. Well, they are.
0: It's an I HBO know they series. are. they doing a TV series. Yeah. I've never seen Westworld. Is it good, the movie? It's it's very dated now, but it is, it is actually quite good. And, um, you know, to be honest, if you watch the original Westworld and then watch Terminator, you can see where Terminator got some of its ideas from. Because oh, they're cool. both essentially kind of chase movies. It's true.
1: No. We watched it um, a couple months ago because I knew the the TV show was coming up, and I wanted to watch it. So yeah. I've always heard about Westworld,
0: and it wasn't too bad. It is dated, though. And also, Future World's very dated. <laughs> Future World's even more dated than 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 Westworld in in a not 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 ways, but you know. How ironic,
1: since it's Future World. Ha, ha, ha. But yeah. it's still, kind of worth. Well,
0: it's, it's worth watching. <laughs>
1: So that's going to be pretty well, potentially a pretty cool series. We'll see on HBO. Um, any other worse? I don't really have one. So. I got,
3: I well, yeah, I won. Uh, it's not a geek movie, but it's the movie Aloha, which I've
1: uh, heard don't, of that.
3: Yeah, it's Bradley Cooper and Emma Stone are in it. And, oh,
1: is that the one where they know, criticism Hawaii? for not having very many Hawaiian people in
3: it? Oh, I, I don't know. Maybe. It's set in Hawaii. It seems like they – I thought I thought they actually did have Hawaii. Maybe they're not actually Hawaiian people. They just look like them. Um, well, I think, I, really, I think
1: Emma Stone's character is supposed to be Hawaiian, and, and I got criticism.
3: Oh, it? yeah, maybe what part Hawaiian she is or something. Yeah. I think. So anyway, yeah, I, I think I got – maybe I got through half of it, and I had to shut it off because it was just so terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought it was going to be like a fun romantic comedy, and it just – no, it wasn't good at all. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, it's Cameron Crowe, actually. That's why I also thought it was going to be good, because he's done some good movies, like Almost Famous, you know, and uh, what, Jerry Maguire and stuff, right?
0: Mm-hmm. I think Show me the money.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he did Jerry Maguire, right?
0: hmm
3: Yeah. But yeah, this, I don't know. Honestly, it was like one of those times where like, it's almost like an M. Night Shyamalan thing. It's like, oh my God, did this guy forget how to make a film? Could I completely? When I watched this movie?
1: <laughs> yep, I haven't seen it, so I have no comment. And no, I probably won't watch it, because it did not really sound like something interesting to me.
0: I've not seen it, but it's uh, it's actually on our version of Netflix here now. So it must have been given that it's come out <laughs> on Netflix here. Soon.
3: So you don't have a worse, Mark, right? You said you pretty much like... Yeah, all the other movies I saw I liked, so... I'm pretty good about not watching a movie unless
1: I heard good things or something, and so... I mean, I've watched the bad ones. I have watched a few, like, random movies on Netflix, because, like, if I get bored, and they're, like, usually, like, really bad... I only watch like a few minutes of them just to see how bad they are, like um, what was that one? It was like grim Avengers. Have you seen that or you heard about it? I mean you probably oh wait, it. I think I
3: watched a little bit of that yeah,
1: I watched it a little bit just I was curious how bad it was. It was pretty bad
3: so what what it, it has nothing to do with uh, the Avengers, right?
1: yeah, it's an asylum movie, so they come out movies you know around these blockbusters that have. Maybe if you're not
3: looking carefully, you would
1: buy it, I guess, or, or rent it.
3: What yeah. is So it has nothing to do with the show Grimm or the Avengers. No, right? it's,
1: like, it's like you take Once Upon a Time and Avengers and blend them together somehow. That's the idea, at least.
3: Oh, do. I totally, yes, I totally started watching this because oh, right, I should
1: have seen that. It was horrible. It sounded
3: ridiculous
0: and it was so bad.
1: It was pretty bad. Pretty bad. It was horrible. Some really horrible acting, horrible everything.
0: So. Yeah, I actually watched the whole thing. <laughs> it, just, it just got worse. Oh, God. How'd you do that? He, uh, it was the
1: women they helped
0: with <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was definitely the women yeah um you know but, um
1: yeah that was pretty bad
0: so, it was pretty bad Yeah. which
1: a lot of the silent movies are bad anyway like abraham lincoln versus zombies was like there was one moment where if you listen closely you can hear an ambulance in the background
0: so <laughs> that was abraham lincoln versus vampires and i actually like that film
1: no, the, no, no, no. no. Asylum yeah, made a movie called Abraham Lincoln versus Zombies or at the same time. Oh,
0: so it's a different <laughs> so, film. Yeah. They were just yeah. ripping off the the real film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies.
1: <laughs> I saw the trailer and it was totally better than I thought it would be, and I, I'm curious. I haven't read the book, so I don't know how. Close I saw
3: it the the trailer at Comic Con, and I don't know, just like weird. It was so weird.
1: It is weird. There's, <laughs> there's no doubt about it. But <laughs> I'm curious. I'll check it out. Mm-hmm. It can't be worse. It can't be as bad as Grim Adventures.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm checking it out, but I'm also checking out Deadpool next year too. I'm sorry. I'm also checking out Deadpool next year when it comes out. Oh, of course, Deadpool oh, of looks course.
1: great. Yeah, Deadpool's going to be great. I've ne- never seen a truer version of Deadpool done. Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon. I don't know if you ever watched it or not. I watch. I watch occasionally a random episode if it's something like a. Um, Something like uh, Spider Verse or something. I'm just curious to see what versions they use of the characters. They had Deadpool on episode, and obviously he was kid friendly, but he was the truest version of the character I'd ever seen up to this point. And so I'm I'm eager to see the rated R version now.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. I mean I, that 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 be my uh, go-to movie in February.
1: Okay, so we're done with movies now. Unless you guys got something else you want to mention. TV well,
0: shows. Um, Oh, you got one? one? One I was going to very quickly mention was Spectre. I thought it was good, but it wasn't as good as Skyfall. We can move on now. <laughs> <laughs> Skyfall was great. I agree.
1: <laughs> All right, TV shows. We want to start with best or worst?
0: Probably best, I guess. Probably best, best. Okay. Well, this one's a returning series, and I think um, this year, Dot Who's been really, really good. versus the last season, which was atrocious. Because if you remember when we did this last year, um I put Doctor Who down as my worst of the year. Oh really?
2: Yeah, yeah I about that.
0: This year it's actually um this year it's actually it's actually improved enough to actually be amongst the best TV shows I've I've seen this year. So I'm I'm gonna put that down, although it did end on a bit of a weak note.
1: I am way behind on Doctor Who this season. I've only watched three episodes. I think partly because Last season left a bad taste in my mouth, and I was just kind of like, eh, you know. I watch it when I watch it, so but it's good to hear that it gets better.
0: You definitely got better this series, and you know, there's a lot of great, you know, because what they did this series is every every single episode, with the exception of one, where it was a two-parter. So they kind of did two-part episodic, you know, two-part episodes. That's cool. Throughout the throughout is, the whole series. And... Is this first or second season with Peter Capaldi? This is second season with Peter Capaldi. Oh, so you're saying the first season with him was terrible? It was, but it was nothing to do with Peter Capaldi's acting or Peter Capaldi's portrayal. It was to do with the fact that, that the entire season was very, very uneven and there wasn't really very many good stories in, 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 in his first season. It sounded like it was... Marx would tell you, you know, agree that he was just really, really uneven and had very, very few good stories with Capaldi.
1: Well, what's gotten me with Doctor Who why I haven't watched as much this season... It's because I just felt like they were running out of ideas. I felt like they were recycling uh, you know, bad guys and um I felt like a lot of the stories were just like the super rushed pace, fast, twisty, twisty, fast, fast, you know, and when you're done you're like, Whoa and you think about it and go, That made no sense whatsoever (laughs) once you actually think about it it's like like a magic trick of like we're going to go over here do this i'm going to have you look over on the on my left hand so you can't look at my right hand and realize this makes no sense whatsoever you know to me a lot of last season was like that it just was bad plotting
0: <clears throat> it's actually improved quite a bit over okay. over the last series you know this 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 season season so well you know if you watch just watching your own time ring really, you you'll see you know, they they've had they've got some two the the good the two part with the Zygons is really good.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, the role that Macy Williams plays in 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 the season is actually quite essential to how how the season ends. Sort of thing. She's she's in three episodes. Oh, okay. good. And it was just really really strong. So that that you know, so Doctor Who's in my in my uh top TV series. Um. Along with, I'd say, and these are on Netflix, um, Daredevil and Jessica Jones.
1: Oh, yeah. That would be one of mine, too, is Jessica Jones and Daredevil, I thought. So, like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has gotten better, but it's never, it's still not like, I don't know, this season has been, I try to watch it when it comes out, but it's never been like must-see, it's super awesome television, but Netflix is. Like, Daredevil, I watched the whole season in one week. And Jessica Jones, we watched the whole season in like two nap days. I just love the darker edge, and I love the fresh take on the characters, and I think it, it works really, really well.
0: I thought David Tennant was brilliant as Kilgrave.
1: He was. He's a
0: brilliant, yeah, he was brilliant bad
1: guy.
0: Yeah, they should bring him back on Dot Tomb having played a master.
1: <laughs> he could do it. Kingpin was great, too. I mean, Oh, they,
0: Vincent D'Onofrio, so good.
1: Yeah, I, I think really, I mean, I love the Marvel movies, but... It is nice to see these shows, TV shows with Marvel characters, because I really think comic books, they can go to another level, not just like blockbuster visual effects type stuff, but another level of storytelling. Whenever they can like stretch out their episodes, like how they are in comic books and stuff, and really grow the characters, and I think Jessica Jones and Daredevil has done that really well.
0: I've got to say I like Jessica Jones marginally better than I like Daredevil. I mean they're both really good, but. I just think you know Jessica Jones's journey because she's a character that I'm not really familiar with from Marvel comics. I've never really read any of Jessica Jones
2: mm-hmm.
0: and stuff like that. Whereas I have read Daredevil. I just found I found that her her entire story arc within within that season was was a little bit more interesting than than Daredevil for me.
1: You had no expectations. Plus, Jessica Jones Jessica Jones really is like a completely different genre because it's not just it's not really superhero. But it's kind of drama, but it's not really drama. It's this weird blend that I don't think there's been really a TV show quite like it before.
3: Mm-hmm. Film noir a little bit, right? What's that? Film noir maybe a little bit. Yeah, even? a
1: little noir feel to it. You know, it's nothing quite like it. It's kind of hard to explain in a way. That was great. Luke Cage was really good in it. But he didn't didn't overpower the show.
0: And um, I got through again overnightness.
3: What's that? Uh, by the way, no spoilers, guys, please. I haven't finished watching
0: it. I got, oh. drool ag- I got to I got to drooling again overnightness.
1: <laughs> okay, no spoilers, but you already know Luke Cage is in it, right?
0: Oh yeah, no, I've already yeah. I, I knew for I knew he was going to be in anyway. and yeah.
1: I've
3: already seen him. Yeah,
1: and, and they do a great job with him, and I think it, it's perfectly primed me to where I can't wait for Luke Cage TV show. So I can't wait for that that season to start. Um, great show, and now I'm thinking about what I can say that's not spoilery. <laughs>
3: well uh speaking of comic books so my favorite show this 2015 is the flash and i think season one was amazing and it quickly became my favorite series and season two so far i think has continued the same amazing uh storytelling Mm -hmm. and i love this season in particular that uh chantel van santen has joined the cast as detective peggy spivitt and slight spoiler warning, folks. If you're not up, um, she's become the love interest of Barry Allen. And I, first of all, I love her character. It's an amazing character, uh, and the, her and Barry are great. And I just, yeah, I'm loving everything about that. What a great addition to the show.
2: Mm-hmm. And
3: uh, and plenty of twists and turn this year, and and bring in the whole. They're bringing in the whole, uh, I don't, you know, the different Earths, right? So Earth two and all, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and that's been actually well done because I'll be honest with you, a lot of times that just gets completely ridiculous in DC Comics with 52 different Earths and a million different things and knows, who knows what the fuck's going on in some of those comic storytelling. But, uh, but here they're keeping it, I think, really makes sense. Everything's cool. It's working great. I love the Earth 2 Wells and that uh, Tom Cavanaugh's back because he's such a great actor in that role. And yeah, I don't know, man. I just love The Flash. they are doing such a good job.
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, you know, so I'm I'm glad to see Tom Cavanagh back because he was such a brilliant part of the first series. Um, so seeing him back, um, uh, as the uh Earth version of his character, you know, it was really cool. I also liked the episode. I enjoyed the episode with Grad. Yeah, yeah, that's that was really really well done, and the first episode in which he goes up against um, Zoom.
3: Oh, dude, how? how freaking badass is Zoom like in this series? Like he's like, <laughs> he's like, oh fuck, this guy is like.
1: <laughs> he's pretty badass. Who, like do, you, this, who is, do you think is that, he is under that mask?
3: No, wait, by the way, if you guys actually know, please don't tell me because I am I actually didn't ever read a lot of Flash comics. So I actually don't know who Zoom really is. But if you have theories, sure, but like if you really know, like don't tell me. Like I don't know if I like, know. okay, I don't know if there's like a set canon who it is or anything. That's what I'm not sure of, so.
1: No, they, they've, the whole zoom and reverse flash and all that, because they're all kind of other versions of the character or whatever, it's changed so much, there's no telling who he really is. So.
3: Okay. Do you have a theory, though? Is that what you're saying?
1: <laughs> oh, I don't know. I mean, okay. some people have theorized, well, the obvious theory would be maybe it's Barry himself,
3: the version. Yeah, of the Earth 2 Barry.
1: But he's kind of big for that. Uh, so some people have thought. He's going
3: to really work it
2: out.
1: Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but uh but some people think maybe then it it could be his dad. It would be a nice nod to him having been Flash in the original series. He is mm-hmm. he does have a bigger build. I don't yes, know.
3: Yes, does. That could be John Wesley Shipp.
1: Yeah, it could be. I guess the only thing is I would just be disappointed if it was no one we have seen before and it was like the janitor. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they were like ooh! <laughs>
3: The janitor Bob, <laughs> and then and then they do like a flashback from early the season where they we saw like one shot of the janitor, like oh look,
0: obviously guys, <laughs> here he was. Um, yeah, he might be Hong Kong fooey. <laughs> uh,
1: so you, you know we'll see we'll see who he is, but uh, I'm I'm curious to see how that that pans out. And then uh, of course some people have theorized it's um, Eddie somehow.
3: Yeah, I was thinking Eddie Eddie from the Eddie Thron.
1: Yeah, and there's some like a... there is some basis in the comic books that could maybe. Not with Zoom particular, but there is some super villainy for that character that could explain that. But
0: um, Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. It's got me all psyched for Legends of Tomorrow. I can't wait to see that.
3: I know. That's so soon, too, coming out.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah I can't wait. I think it's going to be really cool. I do have one criticism
1: of Flash. Is I, I have
3: one as well, but go ahead.
1: I wasn't thrilled with how, how they wrapped up the season and, and began the new season. I think they kind of like... There's a lot of time travel funkiness there that they just kind of ignored and and i'm I, I'd be almost cool with it if they just would like express some you know concern themselves about it and I just it, it bothers me a little bit I, I've gotten over it, but it really bothered me big time like in the first episode of the season and then I'm just kind of like, ah eh, whatever I'm just gonna let it go and and continue on. It's fun <laughs>
3: but <laughs> gotcha well, they basically just like jumped months ahead, right, and they kind of just said, well. Now we're, now we're this we're the ahead and we're just going to continue from where we're at.
1: Well, so my problem is if, hopefully this isn't too spoilery, but if you've seen first season, which I hope...
0: We're all caught up here in the UK. Yeah. So,
1: so okay. if you defeat Reverse Flash by killing Eddie and that causes Reverse Flash to then disappear and no longer exist, then wouldn't everything Reverse Flash has done be also undone? And then that would alter everything. And... The fact that didn't happen, I feel like they should have at least expressed some, like, concern about or, or wonder why that didn't happen in something. So, that's odd.
2: That's mm-hmm. my
1: that's my one thing that bothers me a little bit.
3: <laughs> hey, like like Sarah Connor says the end of trying to get your head around this time travel thing, it'll give you a freaking headache. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
3: True, but it's a big
1: thing, because it was the whole reason they were able to defeat him. That's the thing. It's That's why it's a big thing. So if it didn't play such a large part i wouldn't worry about it so much but it bothered me a little bit but i got over it and just enjoyed the show so just hope they stay away from the time travel too much because if they don't do a better job handling it than that it'll get a little old so
0: yeah i think they're going to be hard pushed to do that though because um would fnash could go be able to go so fast he could time travel pretty much whenever he wants to
3: well, they've and, already, are you guys caught off? They've already done it. They did it in, like one of the last episodes.
0: Yeah, you they know. did. And Briefly.
3: And,
1: but that was like a really brief hop.
3: Yeah. And that's and that, cool.
1: That doesn't complicate things yeah. too much. But,
3: right. And that that was a cool team up with Arrow. Like, I, their team ups with Arrow have always been really good, I feel, too. So. They have
1: been. They've always
0: been really good. Um, it's just a shame that Arrow was sort of knocking behind Flash now.
3: That, yeah, that's the one you were going to say, right? It's, it's been your disappointment, I was guessing. Is that the one? Or no? And.
0: Um, it's kind of one of them. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of getting. I think these flashback episodes are getting a bit old. Oh, do they should just stop that? It just yeah. need to,
1: They need to drop it big time.
0: Cause it's, it's kind of like dragging. It's kind of like a drag on the story, and it's a drag on people's enjoyment of the, of, of, of the story and the characters.
1: Yeah, I feel like when they plotted out the series, they probably had a good idea what the first two years of his, of his experience on island were. Uh, I mean, they knew that. Deadpool was gonna be involved. Uh not Deadpool. De- sorry. Deadpool. Deathstroke. Stroke. That
3: would have been hilarious.
1: <laughs> that would be pretty interesting. Uh Death Stroke and everything. And I felt like they played that out pretty well. But after that, it just like you guys don't really know what really happened after that do you. So it's like, <laughs> just stop. I'm still uh, really
3: enjoying it though. I still love Arrow, but yeah, it's that it after the first two seasons it hasn't been as strong.
1: No. It played a good narrative. Uh, you know what What really works well is like what when they did lost the first few seasons they did a great job you know those flashbacks played a role in in aligning us and within certain secrets and also paralleling certain narratives within the present day too and they've just become really forced trying to figure that out and what they've just turned into is these little snippet bits of a not really that great of a story uh, of stuff that happened after the first two years
3: mm-hmm. can i say though i love uh thea's development though like she was a character I didn't really give a shit about at first early on. <laughs> yeah. But like she's badass now, man. And she's cool. Like she's a cool character. And like I really dig her now.
0: Yeah, I, I didn't really give a give give a shit about the um of of about the lady that's become black canary.
3: Yeah, I think yeah. that's that's still the I think a lot of people don't yeah, Laurel is just not really working that well. <laughs> I know, it's a shame. It's a real shame. They
1: just did a good job casting the first Black Canary.
3: <laughs> That's the thing. I, I just wanted Sarah to stay as Black Canary, you know? But now she's gonna be a legend tomorrow, of course, but I just wish she'd stayed as Black Canary and got rid of Laurel. Just about
1: Well, you know what really hurt them with her is two things I feel like. First off, her whole downslide within with uh alcohol, drugs, or whatever, they they tore her down really good and they didn't do a very good job building her back up. And uh and and it was never believable. And they didn't do a very good job with her getting her training either. It it also wasn't very believable and very mm. it, very mishandled. She's kind of become a mess, and it's unfortunate. And plus, there is no romantic connection anymore between them for some reason. Yeah, and that's also kind of hurt things.
3: I mean, I still won't be surprised if they do that at the end. They go to that romantic thing at the end of the whole series at some point, but at this point,
0: it doesn't exist at all. You're right. Well, it, kind of, it kind of looks like Felicity Smokes dead now. So you know the uh, the. <laughs> The, the, Spoiler, um,
1: but, but here's the
0: thing. She, the local that, that was a
3: cliffhanger. That's a cliffhanger over the Mid Season I bet she's definitely not dead, though. I guess anyway, she's dead.
0: I guess they're gonna keep the resident bicycle around for a little while then. The resident? The, who? the resident bicycle. Who's the bicycle? For Missy Smoke, because she's been with pretty much every male character in the bloody show.
3: <laughs> what? Oh, stop it. She's only been with two, right?
1: Yeah, What's his face? Adam. It.
3: Adam, who
0: what's his real name? The character's name. Ray Palmer. Yeah, and and uh Oliver. You know, it just seems like she's being with being with every single major male character. That's ridiculous. <laughs> she wasn't with Dickle,
3: she wasn't with uh Roy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: that would have been that would have been awkward.
1: And or or, or or her gay uh her gay um employee. I think, yeah. <laughs> I think that's I think that's slick. I do
3: like him by the way. Slander. I, he, <laughs> He's a nice he's a nice addition to the show though. I like his character.
1: Oh, I think so. And of course he's in theory he's gonna become a superhero. So at least he's in the comic books.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh really? Wait, what's the character's name? Uh that character? Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, you know, that's a good question. I can't remember his name now off the top of my head. But do
3: you know what superhero
1: he's supposed to become? Uh, like um Mr. Terrific? Is that right? Oh Mr.
3: Terrific. <laughs> yeah. Which is a terrible name, but you yeah, I know who t-
1: It's <laughs> terrible. I was kinda of like as I'm saying, I'm like, that sounds really bad.
3: i <laughs> you say that. I'm hey, sure everybody, right. I'm Mr. Terrific. <laughs> like, wow, well, what are you going to do, <laughs> Uh um.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, you know, he's an older character, so, you know, didn't sound any back then, I guess. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: oh, although, I guess he's a newer version of the older character, of, you know, Justice Society type age of character. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, I've not actually seen the new series of Agents of Shield yet, so you know I I can't really comment on that because it's good. They,
3: it's a it's a
1: much, uh,
0: really I quit on that show after first season.
3: Oh, it gets
1: better after a season. I mean, it's first yeah, season the second season
0: terrible. the second season was okay, but it kind of kind of wobbled a little bit towards the middle, and then sort of like ended really strong.
1: Yeah, it, it it's even better this season. It's still not like it's not on the same level in my mind as Daredevil or Jessica Jones. And I don't think it's even quite on the same level. It's not on the same level as Flash or Arrow, necessarily. Nah, um,
0: it's kind of like it's it's, it's definitely... Um... But,
1: but there's a lot of... It's darker, and there's a lot of twists and turns this season, and had a really, really awesome... It had Their best episode ever was like episode three, I think. Whichever one. It was, uh, it was centered on um, the two scientists. Uh, what are their names? Um,
3: the, two, the two English scientists, you mean? Yeah,
1: um draw a blank
3: know. yeah i know who you mean though i don't know who yeah, knows. No, the
1: scott the scottish one and the english one yeah yeah. the female person of the two and S- simmons simmons and anyway uh fitz, simmons. fitz and simmons yeah i always forget which one's which i think she's simmons right <laughs> i think so yeah, yeah um but anyway uh there's a story that centers just on her and and events happen to her and i think it's episode three could be i uh, could be off by an episode and it was by far the best episode they've ever done, this whole mm-hmm. series. and uh, So they definitely have stepped up their game a bit.
0: Has, uh, Ming-Na, has Ming-Na Ren um, actually um, been able to vary her facial expressions a little bit more this season? <laughs> or yeah, has has, it has that character actually to...
3: done anything? Like that char- I like Ming-Na, but the character is like so one-dimensional, it's ridiculous. She is it's kind just... of...
1: She actually has not been very...
2: Mm,
1: I mean, I guess she, she's been in it, of course, but... She doesn't have, and she's and there's a pretty important plot line with her, but uh, I feel like she's been a little bit in the background compared to like uh, Mockingbird and and some of the other characters, Fitz and Simmons and and uh, and also even um, you know a couple of the other characters, even Coulson. So this so far this season, cool. They do the whole Inhumans thing. That's a big plot line. Uh, the whole return of Hydra thing with uh, Ward. And there's a big twist. Uh, I don't want to... Um, don't give it away. I don't want to... Well, I do want to say... Let's just say...
3: Can uh, I take my headphones out?
1: <laughs> anyway, there's a big there's a big twist that is important for the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe in a way. But I don't know how to say it without spoiling it.
0: Mm-hmm. So it's basically going to kind of tie into Civil War.
1: I don't know if it ties into Civil War that much. But it ties into existing players in the game and stuff not saying too much
3: okay cool um all right wait well, hey, here's another uh one of my favorite tv shows and marks i think it's on your list probably too i know you really enjoyed it and that's sense eight yes yes
0: oh yeah uh
3: so like that and the flash i don't even know which one to put first but probably just the flash because i'm you know i just love it so much but Sense8. oh I my god
1: know. Sense8 had, sense- had an orgy now flash had an orgy <laughs>
3: that's right i remember you telling me about that like you really enjoy that orgy <laughs> See, i didn't think it was as crazy as you had described it though it was, it was okay it's fine
1: i know well i was just trying to get you, you were interested in watching the show and i was like there's an orgy and then you were like oh check no, it out i was already <laughs> into it
3: i was already.
0: Always... Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm never actually gonna look at Freema Ajuman in the same way ever again mate. right wow <laughs> <laughs>
1: There's something about so this Doctor Who talk companions. Talk about
0: smoking, huh?
1: <laughs> There's something about those Doctor Who companions. As soon as they leave, they're like, "I have to get naked and have sex and something now." <laughs>
0: Wait, oh, oh, who's, the, who's the Doctor Who companion in this? Freema Adjiman. Um, do you know the, you know the transsexual character in it? Yes. Her girlfriend. Oh, her girlfriend
3: is a former Doctor Who companion. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. I know that. Anyway, but yeah, what uh oh, man! What a great. That uh, I mean just great storytelling I mean the fact that there's that many lead they're all like the same pretty much equal in terms of lead characters and they able to blend all those stories so seamlessly together it's just remarkable I don't even really know how to do it
2: yeah it's, it's very, it's so very
1: ambitious I thought it was great too have you seen Cloud Atlas?
3: no you know I so want to see that movie and I've never have gotten a chance to see it
1: that was a good warm up I think for them to do something like this because it's its not this. there's like multiple storylines that they're flashing back and forth to that are different time periods uh throughout history like both past present future and uh with actors playing different versions or different uh characters in these different time periods so it, it was it was it takes a lot of concentration to follow but uh i could definitely see how trying to work that really complex narrative like that really helped them prepare them to be able to pull off
0: since yeah i've not seen come yet purely and simply because it's about three hours long and i need to be able to find a suitable three hours where i can actually concentrate for that long on a, it's on a an film. investment yeah yeah you know, um, and, and
1: you have to stay focused on that that movie it's you can't just zone out for two minutes and then come back you'll be totally lost
0: so <laughs>
1: <laughs> but since it was great netflix has got a lot of great shows
0: it does I like the Marco Polo one that they have done. I keep checking on Netflix to see when the second season, that's coming out, because I really enjoyed that one.
1: Mm-hmm. It's in the works. I've always seen the first episode. I thought it was good, and I need to get back to it. It has a lot of potential from what I saw.
0: Yeah, I just mainlined that over a couple of nights. Um, you know, not much like I did with Jessica Jones and, the, um, and, and, and Daredevil. I just mainlined it and watched it all the way through <laughs> over a <laughs> days.
1: Yeah, Netflix... You know Jessica Jones, Daredevil, since eight, and it sounds like Marco Polo. There's another show that I've been watching, which is totally not sci-fi fantasy, but uh, Julie and I have been like addicted to it lately. It's Lawnmire. I don't know if you guys have seen it. It's like a contemporary western police mystery thriller
0: type thing. I've I've heard a lot of good things about it. We're not actually watched it yet.
1: It's got uh, it's got Katie Sackhoff is in it. She's a co-star in it. Um, but. Uh, You're not
0: sending me on it now.
1: I know. You don't like Bells or Galactica. No, I like just take sack off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's a really good – has really good mysteries and uh, has some really good long-term story arcs that really deliver. It's in Wyoming, so it's got this sort of like western feel to it, especially Lawnmire, the main character. He's a sheriff. He's very much like old-school, like cowboy-type character. Uh, mm-hmm. There's also Indian Reservation – uh Cheyenne Indian Reservation so there's a lot of interplay between that so you can see a lot of crimes and things happening that you don't see like normally you never see like on CSI or or Law and Order or something lots of really interesting story arcs in it with um long-term story arcs like there's some big ones just over three years three seasons and um we got kind of addicted to it and been watching it we're on season four right now and hope to wrap it up soon
0: yeah, do you think they're gonna do? Do you think there's ever gonna be a time where they actually stop doing a CSI or an NCIS show? Never. <laughs> I wish that would happen. Because it it just seems to have been, you know, predominantly those shows for the last sort of like ten to twenty years. It's just sort of like,
1: yeah, I'm more into uh, when it comes to mysteries, Bones, Castle, stuff that's a little different than those.
0: Yeah, I like Castle. Um, I got bored of Bones. Um. Uh, After about five seasons, I kind of got bored of it.
1: I like Bones off and on. And I always like Castle. I just like Nathan Fillion and the whole interplay of their characters.
0: Kind of like things that have kind of like quirky characters and, you know.
2: Yeah. Well,
1: yeah. I was going to mention another show, but it hasn't started yet. So I won't mention it. Totally out. out, Total tangent. Wait. Well, now I don't want to know what it is, though. Oh. (laughs) Lucifer. So I've seen... But it
3: hasn't started yet? How have you seen it, then?
1: The the pilot's been shown... And oh, okay. uh, screeners and stuff, and it's going to be on Fox. It's really good, from what I've seen of it, and uh, the actor looks really good and stuff. So I'm uh, curious to see how that show plays out because it's sort of like it's based on a comic book, actually, I believe. And it's like Lucifer is like gets kind of tired of doing what he's doing, so he goes on vacation and comes to the you know to to our world, and he's sort of like kind of having fun doing his own little thing, and someone that he kind of grew to sort of care about, like someone that he kind of helped out and stuff gets killed, gets murdered. And he feels like, you know, there needs to be some kind of justice, you know, for it. Cause when you think about in some ways, Lucifer with hell, he's sort of like, he commits his own form of justice, right? He's punishing the people who committed sins. Right. So there's that drive in him to want to do that in the real world or our world. So he's, tries to solve this mystery and he meets this police officer who ends up uh you know getting involved with him in in this case and stuff so i can see where this could turn into almost like a castle thing except instead of being like i'm a famous author guy who's egotistic it's like i'm the devil (laughs) kind of guy so they have a lot to play with that plus the whole mythology element of angels and demons and stuff And and the actor who plays lucifer does a marvelous job he's very charismatic and uh, fun to watch and and fun to hear, see his interplay because he, one of his abilities is uh, with people he can make you say, basically say your your darkest secrets and desires and stuff. And people will just like be talking to him and he'll ask him stuff and they'll just spit out stuff that they would never say normally and it just leads to really funny stuff. Nice. Ooh. So check out Lucifer, coming in 2016.
0: <laughs> Yeah, I will when it comes on. This this is a new series called Mortal Instruments coming out, which is um, you know, I think it's basically aimed at the teen audience, but it's um, it's kind of like about angels and uh and demons battling it out on Earth.
1: Yeah, I'm curious about. I mean, they made a movie based on that, which bombed, but yeah, I think the TV show might be better. But I think it's ABC Family, isn't it, or am I wrong?
0: I think it is. Yeah, I actually, I actually interviewed uh, one 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 of the uh, actresses that's that's going to be in it. She's kind of playing one of the older characters in it, um, and she she couldn't really say much about it for obvious reasons because she didn't want to do any spy on her and stuff like that. And, mm-hmm. You know, being so far away. But she she actually says that it's it's taking it's going to take a much different direction to what the film did, so it's going to be its own thing.
1: Well, good. Yeah, I'm. I'm curious. I've heard good things about those books. I've never read them, so you know, I'm curious to see what what they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and ABC Family actually does some interesting. St- well, Middleman was ABC Family, and I thought it was really great. Um, it was f- hilarious and got cancelled really quickly, unfortunately.
0: Well, I kind of think anything where you got angels battling demons is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I <don't get> it. <laughs> yeah. You can't go
1: wrong there. It's classics talking about younger uh well potentially young adult or whatever viewing one show that is not brand new and i'm not even sure if this season would necessarily be the best of its of its series but it's brand new for me because we just finally like tried it out um is teen wolf i thought teen wolf really gonna make a show about this it's on mtv i don't know and they're on like season uh um,
3: six six, i think
1: season something. five right now actually five right now yeah and oh, they
3: were new for sex i guess or something yeah yeah they
1: did and i was i finally decided to check it out and i started watching it and i was like you know what this isn't half bad it's like it, it reminds me of some of the aspects i liked about buffy it's a little darker and edgier but um you know it's it's when you think about buffy was the young adult too right you know they're in high school mm-hmm. and uh you know and i really liked it i thought you know, once you watch the whole series and stuff, it's like, you know, I wish they kinda of did this a little different this a little different, but but it became a little addictive and I really liked the their characters a lot. And definitely would oh. if you like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, I'd say check out Teen Wolf and just see if maybe you like it.
0: Um I must go back and check that out. I mean, I, I kinda caught the first couple of episodes when it first came out, and you know, maybe I just didn't give it enough of a chance.
1: <laughs> well, for one thing, season one, I still like season one overall, but their visual effects were really terrible in season one. Uh, they got mm-hmm. they cranked it up a lot in season two. That you tell they got a bigger budget. In season three they got even a bigger budget because they doubled the size of episodes and made it a lot more epic.
0: But you know, um, What put me off a little bit about it is that, you know, um it was always gonna be about teenagers because obviously the title's Teen Wolf.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, but what put me off a little bit about it was the um I'm I'm a huge fan of the Michael J. Fox movie Teen Wolf. And mm-hmm. you know, I'd been happier seeing sort of like a, a half hour sitcom. You know, with 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 that sort of universe, but set in the eighties, sort of a period piece. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I wouldn't
1: probably. (laughs) 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 Uh, That would be an interesting take. I don't know. It was not what I expected, and it was a lot better than I expected. And I grew to really. I know it's a good sign whenever I really like when I like the characters, and I'm like learning their names really fast, and I'm like, "Uh," you know, you know Styles and Scott and all these different characters and stuff. Derek and all them that's usually a good sign as you can tell I don't remember half the names of characters (laughs) so so you know they they hooked me pretty good with the show and they did they did stuff with werewolves so they wanted to make sure they were influenced by Buffy you know the 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 founder of excuse me the showrunner of the show uh, was a fan of Buffy but he wanted to make sure it stayed its own type of thing so he made sure there'd be no vampires in the show so that so that meant they had to focus a lot more on the werewolves and shapeshifters and other things, and develop a mythology of those those kind of creatures which you don't see as much. And they do some pretty pretty interesting stuff with werewolves.
0: I'm mm-hmm. mm, cool. sure that there's some interesting stuff for werewolves. Um, it's a Canadian show, and it's um, I think it's finished its second season now, which I've not seen, but I've seen most of the first season. I think I've seen all of the first season. It's called Bitten. Yeah,
2: I've mm-hmm. heard
0: of that. I haven't checked um, it out. It stars Laura Vandervoort, and yep. she basically she's like the only the only female werewolf that survived the process of being being bitten and made into a werewolf. Huh. Sort of thing, and and it centres around her and her reluctance to stay with the pack and and stuff like that. And you got all these so like a inter, these internal politics going on with the pack, and they got so like a rival rogue werewolf sort of thing, who who they're they out there to kind of police and stuff like that. It's, that's some really interesting ideas and, and, and stuff happening with it.
1: Cool, I'll have to check it out I've heard about it and I've never have watched it. Yeah, I've seen
3: ago. it once, it was decent it's only got one more season though, when they're ending it Oh, never mind, not decent <laughs> well, there's there's There'll still be three seasons though
1: No, Something. you you get hit five or I don't care, I'm just kidding <laughs> I'll have to check it out though. I've heard about it, of course. And so here's another show that's not necessarily sci fi, but I really, really liked it. It just was totally the way they they shot it, they they wrote it, the the acting and everything was something that I've not seen on television much and, and it's Mr. Robot. Have you, either of you seen it?
0: Yeah. No. I've seen I'm about halfway through the third season on Amazon. Okay.
1: I really like it. I, I, I was I was just wasn't sure the first couple episodes because <laughs> it's mm-hmm. so different. But it's just it's told in such a way that it's very unique for it and different than a lot of other TV shows. It feels more like a movie, really, than a TV show.
0: Yeah, I, I kind of think it's a real positive show as well because the, uh, the main character in it, uh, Mr. Robot, he's not called Mr. Robot, obviously, but um, in the first couple of episodes, it, it, it's actually kind of revealed during one of his therapy sessions that he's actually um, on the artistic spectrum.
1: Yeah, well, the, ma- the main—I just
0: think he's really positive having a character like Val of Yeah, doesn't.
1: yeah, he's really messed up character in a way. And what's cool is that you're experiencing the story most of it kind of through his filter in a way. Because you'll get like, like with Dexter, where you're getting like uh, voiceovers and stuff, uh, you're getting that sometimes with him. But it's it's interplays with even what you see in a way. Uh, for example, um, he there's this company that he uh, he really hates. And he calls it Evil Core, right? Um, mm-hmm. And because he's like, you know, every time I hear the name of the company, I just think of Evil Core. And so every time someone says the name of the company, it comes out as Evil Core. When you see the writing of it, it says Evil Core. <laughs> <laughs> So you're you're experiencing so you realize early on that you're experiencing this story kind of through the filter of of his view of reality in a way which makes you kind of question certain things in a way and it it just makes you – it's a really cool way of, of telling a story just really cool. He
0: it you know kind of puts me in mind of the uh of the Sangenji book capturing the Rye mm-hmm. in in a sense as in you know in in that book it's all through the teenager's filter. Yeah. And, the way he views the world, and it's you know when when I watch you know Mr. Robot, it kind of put me in mind that book and the way the way that book narratively works.
1: Yeah, something you don't see in, in TV shows much at all. So definitely, people should check it out. It's really okay. Cool. So it
3: has nothing to do with robots or androids
0: then.
1: No, no, it's about it's... A, ha- it's a
0: computer hacker. It's about hacktivist. Yeah, oh, hacktivist. Okay. and he kind of gets in with this group of computer hackers and starts taking down evil car
1: yeah like it's, a... so it's interesting to see how that develops and it goes in really directions you wouldn't expect so i encourage people to check it out <laughs> i think it's usa right or well I, you probably wouldn't know yet, but <laughs> i think it's usa it's, yeah, over it's, here
3: it's usa
0: now. yeah yeah over here it's amazon prime
1: okay <laughs> <laughs> so yeah check it out i also want to mention real quick ash versus evil Dead. anybody seen it
0: I've seen the first five episodes. Did you like it? I love it. I, I know, so I can't wait to see the next five episodes. Yeah. Uh, what about you? Have you seen it, Jeff?
3: I haven't. So I love Bruce Campbell, but I hate Evil Dead. Um, what about Army of some, Darkness? No, I didn't. I didn't like that either. Okay. And so I'm assuming <laughs> I'm probably not going to like this.
1: You might not. It's it's questionable.
3: <laughs> but
1: if you it's, like he's... one of those, you probably love it.
0: It's basically the same character for you know you know twenty twenty odd years on he's exactly the same he's not he's not it's matured just, at all no and they make jokes
1: about that too yeah uh, obviously not in quite the same physical prime shape it's a funny show and it's got some really uh, it's 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 actually got some really creepy monsters scenes too I have to say even though it's funny there's some demon type stuff that you're like whoa that's pretty creepy what they're doing there so it's a nice mix of horror and comedy it's pretty cool I like it. And surprisingly, Julie liked it, too. I, I didn't think she would, and she actually digs it. I'm, I'm surprised you like Bruce Campbell, and you don't like those movies. What, what do you like Bruce Campbell in?
3: Uh, well, you know where I first discovered Bruce Campbell it was actually Hercules, the Legendary Journeys.
1: Oh, okay. He played
3: Antalicus, and uh, I was like, wow, this is a cool character. Uh, this guy is very funny. I like this guy. Check and, out uh, the-, the
0: Adventures of Briscoe County. Yeah, no, yeah.
3: I, and I watched him in that. I was just about to say that. I watched him in that.
1: That's a show that I would love to see them bring back, or I guess, unfortunately, reboot, most likely, what they would have do. Yeah,
3: I've, I've got it all on a hard
0: drive somewhere.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of star shows, because Ash for the Dead is a star show, right? Uh, the, uh, I just started watching, this past week, actually, Black Sails. I don't know if you guys have seen that.
1: Pirates, yeah. yeah. I, I haven't yeah. seen it, but I heard
3: it was good. Yeah, it's really, uh, so I'm still, uh, I'm first season. Uh, and they're in January. They're actually releasing their third season, but yeah, it's really good. Like I love pirates, but this is actually like a really good pirate show.
0: Yeah, um, I think that that's kind of a collaboration between stars and Amazon, isn't it? Because it's shown on Amazon here, Amazon Prime showed that here. Oh, do they? Oh, that's cool. It's like one of one you know, shows. Um, I've seen the first episode. Been meaning to go back to it. And, and yeah keep watching
3: it's, it's 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 cool, cool. there is uh it's actually it's beautifully shot and, and the acting is really well, good it's, it's interesting it's actually a blend of fictional characters from treasure island and real pirates from history oh really mm. hmm. yeah i cool. didn't realize that going in but yeah which is it's cool and it totally works though and it's cool seeing some of the pirates that i've yeah. read about in actually being like like uh Jack Rackham and Anne Bonny are portrayed really well which are actual real life pirates in this thing and um uh, I think Blackbeard apparently comes in later seasons I guess I'm not not well mad he's not in there yet but
0: got some really good good actors in it as well some really strong actors It does yeah Yeah you No know, it's one that I want to sort of try and try and check out and get back to because stars make some really good shit Yeah they do
1: <laughs> That should be their slogan um, with, we the really good
0: shit. With, with the exception <laughs> of Torchwood Miracle Day or we'll, we'll sort of like um that that was like a huge mistake, but yeah. We'll we'll forget about that. Doesn't exist.
1: Poor, now I'm depressed. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, Here's, I wanna mention one show that unfortunately got cancelled after one season, which was uh twenty fourteen to twenty fifteen. And it was the show forever.
2: Yeah.
0: You guys watch it?
1: I've seen a few episodes, yeah.
0: I've seen Bits and bobs of it and uh, been uh, wanting to get into it because it's kind, it of about, like, kind of like what? It kind of like appealed to me because it's about an immortal, isn't he? Yeah, you it's it's like,
3: immortal. He's cut uh, people's day. heads off? That's yeah, not yeah. Highlander, though. Well, I loved Highlander, that was a great series, <laughs> too. But it's he in present day in New York City, he plays a coroner, and uh, but yes, he's been around, uh, for I don't know, a couple hundred years or something, mm-hmm. and um, or almost 200 years, I think. And, uh, yeah, it's he's an immortal and he teams up with, uh, you know, female police detective, but I don't know. It just, it was so well done. The acting was great. Oh, it was so good. And oh, I was, I was so bummed that they didn't renew it.
1: Yeah. I was kind of surprised they didn't renew it. There was a lot of people I knew who liked the show, especially like non sci-fi fans necessarily like the show. I think it just didn't have enough fantasy or sci-fi for the fancy sci-fi people. And then it would have... Because of the fantasy sci-fi, maybe it was a little too much for people who wanted the, mystery, you know?
2: Yeah.
0: A
1: police mystery.
0: No, they just needed to uh, make room in the schedules for another CSI show. Right. Well, well yeah. There probably, probably.
1: there probably was a case, actually. CSI, I will say... CSI forever. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what if an immortal joins the team of CSI? <laughs> I will say, if you watch it, though, folks... Um, the first season does end in a way where it's satisfactory enough that it gets wrapped up. Oh, that's I mean, good. It, very, it very easily could have kept going. Of course, there's a very I mean, set up to keep going. But it is, I think, good enough. I think maybe they even they expected it might happen. So maybe they even did it in a way that would be okay to the did, fans You know, if they didn't get renewed.
1: Did they ever explain, you don't say what it is, of course They did, but did you ever find out why or how he became immortal? Because if I remember correctly, he didn't, he didn't actually truly know what caused him to become mortal. It was kind of a mystery.
3: Sort of, kind of. Okay. I don't know if I'm trying to remember. I don't know if it was fully, fully explained, but we got some new information about it. Okay. Ooh. I mean, again, obviously, they weren't trying to do everything, of course, in one season off. So. Yeah. So, yeah. Some But that well, that'll didn't. teach so, them. <laughs> yeah, I know. How what <laughs> stupid idiots. They wanted to go more than one season.
1: I'll mention one more show that I liked this year was Wayward Pines. Did you guys watch it?
3: No, it's good
1: though. I liked it. I thought it, it was a good, mis- like a little mystery, bizarre thing. I, if So if you don't know what the storyline is, it's this guy who's a, uh, I believe a Secret Service agent, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, he is trying to find two other Secret Service agents who disappeared. One of them is an, an ex-lover who he had an affair with that caused some marriage dribbles. But anyway he's trying to find them and he gets in a car wreck and he wakes up and he's in this small town wayward pines and he can't get anybody on the phone and nobody's really helping him in the town like try to get try to leave or anything and they all kind of want him to stay there and he's there's weird stuff going on and the people are acting strange and you know it's it's a really cool bizarre sci-fi mystery type thing Mm.
0: nice yeah a show that I've been disappointed with this year so far, this season actually, Once Upon a Time. Really? Yeah, I just saw like it's gone a little bit too soapy for me.
3: Oh, and I really dug it this year.
0: I was kind of disappointed with the resolution of the uh, Dark One storyline.
1: I've only seen one uh, episode, so don't swell for me, please. Um,
0: so,
3: yeah. I liked how they brought the I liked the King Arthur thing though. That was cool that they brought in King Arthur, and it was a totally different take on it, which they uh, commonly do. Obviously, different take on known characters.
0: And I was unhappy with the way King Garth was used as well.
3: Right, and let's wait, I'm trying not to say too much though because I don't want to ruin it for marks.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> that doesn't that doesn't ruin it. Hopefully, I don't think anything. No, no it doesn't no. ruin because it's it's been, been widely spread around that King Garth is in it, and people. Well, like I, I
1: think at the end of the first episode with, with the flashback, or well, I guess it wasn't flashback yet, but. They meet King Arthur's people. At least they were like trying to take him to Camelot. So I knew that. So
2: yeah.
1: Well, that's too bad to hear. I, I that's what I, I need to watch. I, I'm going to catch up soon. There's so much yeah, TV but, right now. It's it's hard. There to, is.
0: There is. I mean, I, I'm kind of hoping the second half of the season's actually actually better than the first. Yeah, because yeah.
3: they always uh, well. For again, I I enjoyed the first half, but they always yeah they always do it like in two really two half seasons is what they do. Really, Once Upon a Time, mm-hmm. like. Two different story arcs, more
0: or less. Yeah, I mean, crew hang of the veil going to be coming back and, you know, people like that. So she is? Be... Yeah.
3: What? Oh, God. God yes. She died.
0: Mm, I think they found a way to bring her back. Yeah, they find a way to bring everybody back, yeah. <laughs> uh.
3: <laughs> I do like uh, how we saw... Again, I don't think this will ruin anything, Mark. I'm gonna just going to tell you, though, in case you don't want to know, I'm going to say uh, there's a character who comes back for one episode. <laughs> And it's, uh, is it okay if I say?
2: Oh,
1: sure,
3: go ahead. It's not a spoiler, really. But Ruby, you know, Red Riding Hood, comes oh. back for an
0: episode, oh. which is nice.
2: That's a
3: spoiler, Meganori, she's
0: Megan Ori, she's, she's actually, I think she's back in Meganori. it for, for the rest of the season. That's, that's good. good.
3: Bonilla, but she left because she was the star of a show. Like, Intelligence. Yeah, but that got canceled. So now she can uh, be back Once Upon okay. a Time, which is cool.
1: I didn't know that's why she was disappearing. Yeah. I liked her character. I, I was sorry to see, not see her more. That's cool. Yeah, that I was glad to back. see her come
3: back.
0: Yeah, I thought that was a really cool take on Little Red Riding Hood, actually. Um, yeah. I enjoyed that, that twist. It is. I mean, it's no Teen Wolf, but you know.
3: <laughs>
0: Crossover.
1: Well, what's upon, yeah, upon a Teen Wolf?
0: Wolf. But that's, the, that's one reason I'm not watching Teen Wolf. It doesn't have Megan Oh, there you go. I can understand
3: yeah. that. <laughs> let, me, let, let me mention two last shows, real quick, that I really liked uh one new show this year is limitless which is based on the movie and the movie <laughs> i thought was okay but the show i think is really awesome
1: i've only seen the first episode but i really
3: liked it yeah not really... seen the movie Oh, you don't need to see the movie you don't have to see the movie to understand what's going on with the show at all so but yeah i think it's really cool and it's a cool cast and i dig it and they do some kind of a little bit of some quirky stuff and some funny stuff here and there too and the show, my favorite comedy of the last three seasons, it's the third season right now, is Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I just, uh, I don't know, I just love that show so much.
1: All right. You're the second person that's this weekend has told me that, about that show. So
3: Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude, it's, yeah, it's a great cast. It's really funny. It's oh,
1: awesome. w- one more show I do want to mention as a best is, is there, for people to check out, is The Man in the High Castle.
3: Yep. Oh, yeah, the, it's the Amazon show, right? Yeah,
1: uh,
2: yes.
3: Now, yeah, but, uh, you have to have what prime to be able
1: to watch that or you have to yeah. buy it yes that's true how come can i come to your
0: house <laughs> sure <laughs> let's have a man in high castle viewing <laughs> yeah I've got, it's, Matt. so i have got, got the same situation here i've got amazon on my friend uh you know robert who's a guitarist in my band he's not seen it yet so uh-huh. yeah i've got a band now it's it's not really a band. A band. It's kind of like a, a loose coalition of a few musicians.
1: It's it's for people who play instruments together in a song.
0: <laughs> yeah, we do, we just play together. No, as in play music. Not as together, an
1: orgy, but as right. a...
2: <laughs> right,
0: it's
1: it's not sensei. <laughs> All
3: right, but man, of the High Castle is good.
1: Y- yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's a little yeah, depressing, so but it's, the... it's good. <laughs>
3: It's based on the Philip K. Dick, right, story?
1: Yeah, that's correct.
3: And what is it? It's like if the Nazis won the war, is that the deal? Yes. Pretty much.
1: And it take, it's, what, is it in the 60s now? Or it, it, they fast forward a little bit, but, but it's, uh, it's not present day. It's in the past, but it's not actually like right after War Two. But uh, Japan and, and the Nazis pretty much control all of America in like two parts.
0: So. Yeah, and uh, there's there's a bit in the middle. I think it's Arizona, isn't it? The the where where it's kind of like neutral zone.
1: Yeah, it's kind of a no man's land kind of area with the mountain ranges and stuff. Yeah,
0: yeah. and in it because I've only seen the first three episodes so far. Um, Japan and Germany are kind of um, involved in a cold war with each other, and Hitler is dying. Yes,
1: so. It's really good, and there's like a r- little resistance thing kind of going on. There's like a film that's going around, and there's a mystery about that film. And it's uh, it's a good it's good to check out. It's a good thought provoking drama, alternate history type story. You don't see alternate history stories very often on television. So,
3: mm.
1: if ever, cool. so people. expensive to make. They
3: are kind expensive, and they
1: do a good job making It's very cinematic and w- well done. That's amazing.
3: Be- how many. S- Movies and shows have been made out of Philip K. Dick uh, books and stories. It's amazing.
1: I know, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's all the best that I can think of. That just stood <clears throat> out so far this year.
0: Well, you know, we kind of had my two worst. <laughs>
1: Did you say two?
0: Yeah, I said, I said Once Upon a Time the first half of this season, and um, I, I kind of had Arrow as one of those. Oh, it kind of like disappointing, right? Yeah, it's kind of like disappointing, you know, Arrow I, and stuff like that. I'm still watching it. I'm still kind of enjoying it, but, you know, the, the 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 whole flashback thing and stuff like that, it's just beginning to give me a flipping headache.
1: <laughs> well, I feel like Arrow has gotten a little bit better this season compared to last. Like, definitely last season mm-hmm. was the worst. And I think, I think what they're doing, they're having a little bit of identity crisis in a way, where they were like, we're going to be this kind of grimmer martial artsy superhero or vigilante type show where he kills and no powers and stuff and then when they did flash and they saw how well it did and how everybody was like loving the powers they they needed to kind of alter things a little bit and it kind of messed with the dynamics plus you know they needed to lighten green arrow a little bit and they they both lightened him up so he wasn't killing people and which is fine but it was kind of convoluted ways they've done that and then um you know, this having powers now and now magic and stuff is kind of messed with their plans a little bit. It's kind of made it a little bit messy.
3: Mm, Plus yeah, the flashbacks
1: it just, it, is really bad.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm not digging the – really. I was excited for Neil McDonough because I like him, but I'm not really digging the Damian Dark and the magic shit. Um, I don't know. <laughs>
1: I am not but, really uh, like – I like that character. Like he has some really amazing lines. I loved the scene where him – and Lance, we're talking, and Lance is trying to figure out like what happened to Dig's brother, and he's like talking, you know, asking about him. He's like, yeah, you know, he was a merc- he was some guy, and I like, killed him and stuff. And he's like, yeah, but why did you kill him? He goes, Well, what the hell? Was this, this guy your
3: best friend or something? What's going on? But
1: <laughs> 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 well, if you got to know, this is why. All right, <laughs> he, he delivers some really funny lines.
3: I do love uh, Malcolm Merlin, though. It's, it's great. I love that character. Uh uh-huh. yeah. And it's cool that he's
0: the new race. Iron uh-huh. Man he pulls it off as well because he's, you know, it's kind of like uh, he, he came under fire quite a lot before he got that role as Malcolm and as not being particularly a great actor. Really? Because, yeah. Was, was he, some, he, he was
3: Harkness, right?
0: Yeah, it was Captain Jack Harkness, but there's some people that kind of thought that was the only character he could ever play, you know, because he played it so camp and stuff like that and you know it just goes show that if an is given given the material can just about you know create any character you know
1: yeah i think he does a great job
0: oh he's he's amazing by the way did <laughs>
3: i say in the in the crossovers i'm sorry marks <laughs> no go ahead when uh he would, so malcolm would keep like stepping out of the shadow that's exactly things.
1: what i was gonna say <laughs>
3: With his with his League of Assassins, guys, and very – what do you say? Like, is that the only way this guy knows how to enter a room? Like, it was hilarious.
1: It was pretty funny. And they really need to work on security. So does the Flash people. People walk in all the time.
3: That's every every DC show. The same thing with Lex Luthor at Smallville and his his castle or whatever, right? Like, Luther core security is the worst ever. Like, I know. Clark would just walk in whenever he wanted to or anybody would just walk in. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. That's always the way those shows are, though. Yeah. Like, yeah, anybody just waltzes in whatever they feel like.
0: Yeah, same with Lois and Clark. I mean, Lois Lane can get into anywhere. Oh yeah, well, she's Lois Lane, man. She's
3: an investigative reporter. Yeah, yeah. Like it's yeah. an investigative reporter thing that
1: comes with with the territory.
0: You know, back then I wouldn't get Terry Hatchery in anywhere as well. You know. <laughs> mm, well, yeah. yeah back she, that. Was, she was pretty hot back then. She
3: was. I agree.
0: Well, I remember, well, I remember on I remember on MacGyver. When she played Penny Parker. Oh yeah. She, was that just one episode? She's in a no, few. She, she did a few episodes, um, as Penny Parker and MacGyver. I think she did about six or seven. Who the hell was Penny Parker? She, she was this really yeah, Peter dipsy, Parker's
1: long lost sister. sister. <laughs> she
0: she's just really this dipsy dipsy young woman that was always getting herself into trouble and MacGyver was always sort of like on her out. Oh, bailing her out. I thought
3: you <laughs> I thought, I thought so, too. <laughs> he said he was banging her. <laughs> it's like, good for him. I didn't think MacGyver, you got much action, actually. God, I thought, I, I, thought I had a perfect mind. That's just... That, that's what happens after he rescues you, I guess. He's like, oh, well, here's your reward, MacGyver. Go back to my place.
1: <laughs> you want me to show you my Swiss Army knife? <laughs> yeah.
3: Show me what you can do with these. I, I don't know. Never mind. <laughs>
0: And there's telling me multiple techniques. I uh, duct tape.
1: <laughs> We're going some weird places here. Well, so yeah. let's get back on the worst. <laughs> okay, one of my worst, I need to say, is True Detective Season 2. I don't know if you guys seen it, but it was bad.
3: Who, and did they totally different cast, is that right? Is that what they did in Season 2?
1: Yeah, totally different location, different cast, which is not a problem or anything, but it's it was just not...
3: Who Who was the cast? It was famous people solo, right? Or (laughs) well-known people, or no? Yes,
1: that's correct. Uh, No, you know know my my theme of names. Let me see here. I don't even know your guys' names half the time. Well,
3: because it was Woody Harrelson (laughs) and... uh, and Vince
1: Vaughn, Colin Farrell, who else was in it? Uh...
3: Because it was Harrelson and McConaughey the first season, right?
1: Yep. So Vince Vaughn, who actually did a pretty good job for what he had. Colin Farrell, and Mm. who else was in episode... rachel mcadams
3: so you like the first season but not the second is that what you're saying
1: that's correct second season was bad first season have you either one of you seen true detective at all
3: i've seen a couple episodes the first season
1: so i thought first season was pretty good i think there was a little bit of problem with how they wrapped it up at least for the mystery element of the genre and stuff but i thought overall it was really good it was something very different than what you see on normal television i thought the Dialogue with the characters was well done, and I thought the cinematography and the cre- making uh, Louisiana really this its own character in a way, and and uh, that that was all re- really well done. And there were certain Lovecraftian kind of themes within it, especially with the main character, uh, with his own philosophy on life and stuff, uh, that I thought were interesting and were very different. Anyway, with season two, there was none of that. And it was sort of like a, a poorly written noir ripoff. It was really badly written, noir, noir uh, inspired, like classic noir uh, inspired dialogue and stuff. And really messy plot line with the characters and the mystery. Just it was There was good moments here and there, but it was, it was poorly written, poorly constructed compared to season one.
0: Mm, I've never actually seen True Detective.
1: Well, I think season one tr- is worth watching. But season two is, is probably not. <laughs> so, and and actually Vince Vaughn, who you think would be terrible as some like bad guy gangster guy, uh, he actually did a pretty good job for what he was written for.
0: Yeah, and I've actually seen Vince Vaughn do, do do serious before. So. And he had
1: to say some terrible line. I mean, it was just just like borderline cliche type type dialogue. You know, like what you think of like in a, in a poorly written noir type thing where they're like.
3: Like in Gr- Grim Avengers.
0: Yeah. <laughs> probably worse than that. You know, yeah. that was probably worse.
1: You know, the old school, like, you know old school black and white, noir type stuff where you know, they would talk and be kind of kinda over the top sometimes. And there was yeah. some of that weaved into yeah. this and it just wasn't done very well. So Is
3: it set in the past?
1: No, I don't think so. I think it's present. It does have a retro feel to it, but uh but not it's it's definitely the present.
0: So mm-hmm. Vince Vaughn was actually in the second Jurassic Park movie, you know. Was he? Yeah, he had a, he had a brief role in the second Jurassic Park movie. Yeah, that's that's kind of one of the first times I remember seeing him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, the story just drags out, and it's just not compared to season one. It was really terrible. So I don't know if they're going to see get into season three or not, but uh, I hope they do better.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, um, do we have anything else? Or are we? Uh, the only,
3: I uh, of one series that I guess I really I checked out uh, new this season that I didn't like, which is called The Player, which Wesley Snipes is in it, which I'm glad to see Wesley Snipes return to something. Um, that's cool. Cause I at least <laughs> love him in action movies. I love
1: to see him having a job. <laughs>
3: yeah. Well, he was in prison for a while, you know. That's
1: so. yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> um,
3: but he I guess he works for this organization that makes bets on these like elaborate crimes and then. The main character is this like security expert and i guess they bet to see if he can stop them or something i don't know it was just it sounded kind of cool and i thought it was gonna be a cool action thing but it just wasn't executed very well at all i felt and i just never watched the past first episode
1: i thought it sounded like it had possibilities but yeah i was a little skeptical i didn't see it though
0: mm-hmm. yes this series that it's just come out on amazon but it was um it was i think it aired on usa in here this year it's kind of like a post-apocalyptic um, series and it's set in the future. They've gone back to sort of like a Japanese sort of like feudal sort of system. What show is this? You're talking about Into the Badlands? Yeah.
3: Oh my God! How could I... F- Thank you for bringing that up. I can't believe I forgot to mention that. Sorry,
0: go ahead. Go I caught on. I caught the first episode of it and I've been meaning to get back to it. But, you know, so like I, I kind of liked where that was going. Oh, I love that show so much. It's on AMC.
3: Over here... As as we're recording this, today is actually their finale of season one in the in the States. Yeah, I discovered this like a couple of weeks ago, and it's this amazing post-apocalyptic martial arts show. And I love like, you know, Hong Kong-style martial arts
2: mm-hmm. stuff,
3: which is what this is. And it's by the, the choreographer of Crouchy Tiger Hidden Dragon is doing the choreography here.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And just it's the best. I was talking about this on super geeked up. The best fight scenes I've ever seen on TV. I think it blows away anything. Arrow, or Daredevil doing fight wise, and they're doing some really cool fight stuff. Mm-hmm. And it just this is on a totally different level. Oh, yeah, it's by me. it's by Alfred Go, Miles Millar, who are the creators of Smallville. So it's got great pedigree from that because I love Smallville, and I think they're yeah, it's just I think really well acted, cool storyline, amazing fights. Oh, I'm loving Into the Badlands so much. I've always
1: seen, I've always seen episode one so far, but I did I did like it. I I'm I'm just wasn't sure like. I said I figured it's either really great or it's gonna go really bad. I just didn't know. But the fight scenes were really amazing, and I'm curious about the mystery with the with the boy and and the background of the main character. And I I think it's kind of interesting with the whole barons and their their like rivalry. So I'm curious to see where it goes. But yeah, it's, I think
3: it's right up your alley, Mark's
1: for sure. Yeah, I love martial arts stuff. So
3: <laughs>
0: and, there's and some the
1: wire uh, work going like
0: the- on. The character called the Widow, who's freaking awesome and badass in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna try and check out a few more of the episodes that are on Amazon over Christmas. You know, while I've got some time, where, where I've got some time where I'm not working on the website and stuff.
1: Yeah, Sci-Fi Channel really needs to kick it up a notch, which they are kind of starting to do. But I mean, AMC is going to become like the new. Well, CW is already kind of like the new Sci-Fi Channel. You know, with all their stuff, superheroes, you know, Arrow, Flash, Legends of Tomorrow. They got 100. They got Supernatural, more, more, you know, Vampire Diaries, originals, etc. But now AMC's got, you know, Walking Dead, Fear the Walking Dead, Into the Badlands. They got Preacher coming out soon.
3: Oh yeah, that's right. They got, oh yeah.
1: They got, uh, they bought the rights to George Romero's whatever Empire of the Dead, I think it's called. I Might be getting that wrong, but another zombie thing. And they got other stuff in the works. So I mean. Sci-fi channel needs, to, needs to kick it up at up. Yeah, off.
2: well they,
3: and they've and they've talked about this past year about how they wanted to get back to, you know, kind of their, their roots and their but they've been trying. Um, like I think Twelve Monkeys I liked.
1: I like Twelve Monkeys, yeah.
3: Yeah, I think they did a good job with that. I'm glad they renewed it. Um, I, I wish
1: it would get more positive critical attention than it than it has, because I think it's a really good show.
3: Yeah, I mean they just I know they just which I haven't got the watch yet, but they just debuted to, uh the expanse, right? And children of something, which I'm forgetting the name of it.
1: Yeah, childhoods no, talk- believe.
3: Childhoods Zan, Thank you. And they just that just debuted like last week or something. So they're trying to get back to that thing. But you're right. They they lost a lot of it by over the years to other networks.
1: Yeah, they're they're working on because Expanse is a super expensive show, and I've only seen episode one, and I liked it. It didn't hook me as much as I know Ian would disagreeably, but <laughs> hated Balser Galactica. But it didn't hook me as much as Balser Galactica episode one did, which I. I think that was a miniseries, wasn't it? But anyway, the first two hours of, of Bowster Galactica. But I'm I am curious. i
0: paper bags here in case I suddenly have a, an impulse to start vomiting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it's not a remake of a, of a loved show of yours from the 70s, so you might like it.
3: <laughs> I only saw uh, one scene of it, and it was these two characters having sex as your gravity, and that pretty much like, all right, I'm going to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? There's I'm,
1: a there's a scene like that in the first episode of Magicians too, apparently. So
3: what's Magicians?
1: Magicians is like it's based off a book too. It's Sci Fi Channel and it's got Sarah Gamble as is, is the showrunner for it. And
3: uh, it's a new show. I've never even heard of it. I've never heard of it. Yeah. Are I'm, you making this up? I maybe. No, I'm not. Is, is this <laughs> is this out now? Is it out right now, or or came out this past year? Or? I, let me, let me look it up real quick. Hold on a second.
0: No, you can't look it up. you got to tell us now. You've got to
1: guess. You're when saying, when the, the, is... the,
0: the magicians do like,
3: they levitate and have sex in the midair. Is that what you're telling yeah, me?
1: Yeah, it appears January 25th. So, uh. Oh, it's not out yet. No. Wait, so... how do you
2: know what happens then?
1: Because <laughs> I know everything. <laughs> It's was no. you like
0: the stunt double for the set scene?
3: <laughs> Is that what it was? Ah, now we have you, know.
1: Have
0: you got an alternate <laughs> career Career on, on the side that, that, that um, poor Junie doesn't know about?
3: You know,
1: it's dangerous doing those stunts. So, they, you know, when you, you become an expert at something <laughs> everybody, <laughs> everybody calls you for it. So. <laughs> right.
3: But then when you show up, like, oh, no, sorry. We actually want a professional at sex, not at stunts. <laughs>
1: It's on my resume, floating sex scenes, expert in it.
3: <laughs> it's just. <laughs> um, at wire work, including sex scenes. But
1: yeah, that's coming out January 25th. But, you know, I don't know if it's going to be good or not. But it's, it's based off a of book series. It's sort of like uh, college age. The main characters are college age. And um, I don't know. We'll see where. So
3: are they magicians with like actual magic powers or just like trick magicians?
1: No, it's not like. Um, uh, you're thinking of that movie, right? Now, um, now you now you, now,
3: now you see
1: me. Now you see me. Yeah. No, it's not like that. They truly do have do truly have magic. Okay, good. Yeah. So.
3: And who's Sarah Gamble?
1: Sarah Gamble is one of the people that was part of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. She also was one of the. Oh really? Guess, she also worked on. She was a showrunner for a season or two on uh, Supernatural, and uh, uh, and she's worked on a bunch of other stuff so
0: yeah but okay. supernatural was kind of crap when she was showrunner I,
1: I will admit that she i didn't think her time period as showrunner it was not a very good time for supernatural how much of that was her or what not, i don't know but but yeah there was the, during the leviathans and the leviathans were terrible but anyway that's coming too. They, they have magicians coming out they have a bunch of stuff in the works they're really i have to get, yeah. credit them they are really pushing hard to make new content
3: and actual real, like sci fi content, too. And,
1: real sci fi yeah. content, and uh, you know, I hope it works for them. I know that Childhood's End did get some kind of uh award nomination for something, I can't remember what it was though. It, they just they, they mentioned on the day that it was premiering, I f- can't remember now what it was, but um, I hope they do it. Expanse, I can tell you right now, I don't know if Expanse is going to be good long term, but it is well acted. It is, they put a lot of thought into the world building of that, and they put, you can tell, you they put a lot of effort into it. So, whether or not that's going to make a great story long term for, for a series, I don't know, but uh, they, they really have put the energy that, that they wanted for this. So, I, hopefully, it works for them.
0: <clears throat> I've, got, I've got three shows of Nights to give honorable mention to. Okay. One is The Librarians, which I'm loving. It's kind of like, it's kind of like fantasy uh series oh
1: yeah it's a good uh,
0: show produced by john rogers and i i think you know the second season you know, there would have been hard push to top what went on in the first but the second season it's actually it's actually doing really well and it's just been renewed for a third season uh yeah.
3: you know, I, I watched like a couple or few and it was fun but i don't know i guess it just didn't stick with me like without noah wiley i feel it wasn't as good well, he he pops-, pops up every so
0: often, right?
2: That's great.
0: I yeah. I actually think it's better without Noah Wiley, to be really? honest. Really? Yeah, I I actually might be like uh, I might like, I might be like ensemble of the characters that I've got, you know. And, I just and think and uh, it was
3: Rebecca Romaine, right?
0: Yeah, the, I Rebecca Romaine. That Her yeah. acting is just bad in that. Well, I I think uh, she
1: got better in season two. I do think she was a little stiff in season one, but she's a lot better in season two.
0: It's the characters that are working under her that I that I, I'm more interested in. I think you know they're quite fun. Yeah,
1: um, yeah,
3: they're really good.
0: They're quite fun characters, and um, also uh, Jenkins is a fun character. You know, as he sort of like a uh, overall. Oh, is that John Lyre Cat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah you know, it's a
1: fun, it's, it's a fun show. It's a good show. Good. It's a fun family show too. Like you can actually have some of your kids watch. It's kind
0: watching. of it's kind of took over, for, you know, from I, Warehouse 13 for me.
1: I think that there are no floating sex scenes in librarians.
0: Oh, that's mm-hmm. a problem. <laughs> <laughs> that's why yeah, Jeff that, could stick with it. That's probably <laughs> the problem right there. Um, the other two shows is um, Star Wars Rebels. I think that's really kicked things up this year as well. You know, with the addition of um, Darth Vader and you know the the, the addition of the Rebel Nines coming into it as well. That's really sort of like improved this year. Mm-hmm. So I've been enjoying that. I'm not sure if you get it over there yet. Thunderbirds are go, which is the uh, CGI. It's actually kind of a prequel in a way to 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 the original Thunderbird series, but um, they, they've not really marketed it like that. It's kind of like set five years before the original Thunderbird series. It's um, not out here yet. Yeah, it's coming though. It's good. It's it's yeah. It's really really strong. You know, I've, 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 you know, I've been reviewing every episode, and in recent weeks, uh, there's not been an episode that scored less than a nine. Wow, and it's all CG. It's it's kind of it's a mixture of CG and models the actual Thunderbird ships are actually models But they're kind of touched up a little bit by CG and it's it, the the effects work and everything is done by wetter workshop who, who do the Lord of the Rings stuff, but it's um, like it's an animated series right all the characters are CG is what you're saying? All, all the characters are CG yeah, in, instead of instead of marionettes and it's um, it's very very respectful of the original and the characters are cool, and it's you know it's got some fun moments, and it mixes the uh, the action with the fun and the comedy and stuff like that, and it's just so like it's a really enjoyable series.
1: Cool.
0: And it's got about six episodes left to run, I think. Then. All right, I'm looking forward to seeing it.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, you know, I'm, I'm I'm just um, it's kind of like appointment viewing for me every Saturday. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh cool. well, that was a whole ton of TV shows we just. That mentioned. was a
1: lot.
3: Yeah. So there's so well, there's so many good things on.
1: Yeah, and there's there's a lot more than that that's on there. You know, Supernatural and all sorts of shows. So
0: lots of TV. You just had to get Supernatural in there, didn't you? I had to. <laughs> I just I
1: randomly just mentioned Supernatural. <laughs> yeah,
0: and you know I've been rubbing it in all week because I, I I've actually had the first Supernatural interview on our network. I know, right?
1: You don't even watch it anymore.
0: I I, I watch it. I just I took a year off from it and came back to it.
1: <laughs> you don't even know who she is. You're like, eh, you're
2: I, playing know someone.
0: Know <laughs> to. <laughs> I, I had to ask Patrick, I basically asked my, my friend Patrick Hayes, who is this character? Give me some questions. And the entire questions that I asked were all from Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> The yeah, Supernatural it, it, has
1: been been pretty good this season overall. I didn't. The first episode of the season was really, real. In my opinion, was really, really, really bad. But they got better after that. So.
0: Well, we've um, we, we've just. Um, we, I don't. Not sure what season we're on. I think we're probably on season like, season ten or season nine or something. We've had that Hibbing nine one one episode, with with Brianna Buttmaster in it. You know, Brianna we, Buttmeister. <laughs> what was that? Butt, Buttmaster. That's the name. Brianna Bookmaster. Buttmaster? But Bookmaster. <laughs> <laughs> this is like that...
3: Uh, Actually, Bookmaster sounds <laughs> better, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, she's the master of butts. <laughs> That's impressive. Yeah, she's she's going to be banging jam- MacGyver. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, all right. Book. What's well, that? You know... I'm watching, I, I'm watching Supernatural, and I'm liking where it's going. It's like so nice. se- season where Dean, where 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 we had Demon Dean at the start of it. So it probably aired on the states last year.
1: Yeah, yeah. yes, Demon and Dean. He's interesting. They did some fun stuff with that. This season, this new season goes in some pretty, pretty cool directions. So started off like ah, I wasn't so sure, but it's gotten better and better. So, so there we mentioned Supernatural because I have to mention Supernatural every time we talk about TV. <laughs>
3: okay that's
1: cool anything else you want to say before we wrap things up i
0: i want to know if you're getting paid to mention supernatural if you get some sort of royalties for that
1: not at all i don't get paid anything for mentioning supernatural
0: however many times i mention
1: supernatural Jeff, do you believe him i I don't
3: believe him no not at all
1: i mean not even that supernatural is on cw or you know
3: Wednesday nights, at, Wednesday nights uh, you know. at 9 p.m. Eastern. Right eh? after Arrow.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Not getting paid anything for that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, well, this has been a damn long show. So, yeah. um, yes.
3: I just wanted uh, hey, folks, please check out Super Geek Dub If you get a chance, supergeekdub.com. We do our show live uh, every Wednesday night, 11 p.m. Eastern, which is actually the same time supernatural airs the some kind of sometime zone i don't know which one it is but we're the same that's a supernatural there's no supernatural reference for you and uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah please check us out we do geeky games and geeky discussion every week so uh if you like the stuff we've been talking about today probably dig it and like i said we're gonna do a big star wars forest awakens so if you didn't get enough of that tonight you can get even more on our, our next upcoming show and hey go check out tomorrowland that was my favorite movie of the year i'll just reiterate
0: that mm-hmm. Okay, well, you can check out uh, SFP now um, over at Blog Talk Radio. We can on on the um, League of Geeks Network, but you can also check us out on the uh, website. We we air the episodes on SciFiPulse.net, as well as at radio.com
1: Great, and you can check out Genre Entertainment also on SciFiPulseRadio.com. and uh, we also have a Facebook page, just Facebook.com/Genre entertainment and uh i'm also on twitter at mr marks
0: Mm -hmm. and you also wear your you also have your episodes on on uh, a sci-fi pools.net too
1: that's correct yes so lots of ways to find us we're all on itunes too
0: and and i just paid myself the one load of money for mentioning sci-fi (laughs) pools.net. good
1: exactly supernatural
0: (laughs) up. (laughs)
1: What's wrong, Ian? Supernatural. (laughs) All right, so it's been great having you guys listen to us ramble about our favorite and not so favorite TV and movies of 2015. So here's to Um, to a great 2016 coming up. Yep,
0: Um, a very supernatural 2016. Oh boy, (laughs) indeed. (laughs) Which it's going (laughs) to (laughs) happen. All right. Well,
1: goodbye, everybody.
0: Goodbye. Thanks for listening.